Positively Uplifting, Alive 105. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Another live presentation from Alive 105. It's Friday night, and time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Guys, it's uh, where we wanted to be all season. It's Saturday morning. We're back in Emporia. Couldn't ask for anything more from that. I know you guys will we'll get to him in a little bit. We had a special guest come up uh, this morning as well with us. Um, but first, let's get into last week's ball game uh, against Topeka. Uh, state semifinals week, uh, good ball game. We, we jumped up early on them. Uh, Coach Clark, talk a little about the uh, special teams and, and your offense, and we'll let Coach Wietrich talk about his defense. Special teams-wise, let's start with that. I, I thought our special teams played pretty, pretty well. Uh, our kicker. Uh, probably had one of his better kicking games. Um, we've got a bunch of smart special teams coaches, and uh, we would line the guys up, and uh, Coach DeVore would tell us where to kick it, and it would always be opposite of where number eight was lined up, you know, Kai Thomas. So, uh, and I'm, I say that jokingly, but, uh, um, and he did a good job with uh, placing the ball and keeping it out of his hands. And uh, um, our, our, I thought our kickoff coverage team was did did really well. Our kickoff return. Uh, they did a lot of short kicks, pooch, pooch kicks, and I think we got it back to the 50 almost every time. Uh, so they did, they, they did a real good job. Then punt, punt return didn't get too many stats, but when they did, I thought they did all right. So special teams wise, I think we did pretty well. And then, uh, offensively, um, probably our best game offensive line wise. Um, they they blocked well. I mean, it was it was a very enjoyable film session watching that Sunday night with the kids. Um, we only had like 44 snaps, I think, on offense versus their like 90 snaps they had uh, with with their offense. But uh, um, our offensive line did really really well. I thought Trey ran the ball hard. Uh, Lim, he's just a special runner. I mean, it's 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 fun to watch. I mean, sometimes you're just in awe how how he and Trey run the ball so well. Uh, our wide receivers, I think we threw the ball six times, and I think we completed six passes. So uh, um, they they did a good job. Uh, um, Lim did a good job getting them the ball, but we really didn't have to throw the ball that much, um, you know. But it was a huge play that first play that uh, Kavion went in for a touchdown. He's usually our dummy guy that that just crosses free safety's face and holds a free safety and then uh, usually Karsak uh, catches that ball in the play that we called but uh, Lim noticed that that safety didn't didn't go with him and threw it right to Kavion and, and did a good job. Then uh, Aaron Larson had a huge catch right there. You know, uh, I knew if we had it 40 to 50 seconds left right before half that that we could score and uh, um, and we we called it in route with with Aaron Larson had Trey run a a wheel route just to hold that corner and uh, caught the ball and made a couple guys miss and scored a good touchdown. So. Uh, 
Offensively, I was really happy. There's still some stuff we need to improve on. I thought our wide receiver blocking wasn't uh, up to where we need to be, and uh, we really worked on that this week. But uh, um, overall, special teams, offense uh, played well. The defense did too, and I'll let Coach Wittrick talk talk about that. Yeah, hey, man, couldn't be happier to be here today with you guys. Uh, um, yeah, last week, Topeka – presented a lot of problems for us, actually, I mean, on defense. And, and thank goodness, you know, we have an incredible offense and really good special teams. You know, it definitely showed it's a, a, an overall team is going to get you to victory. It's not going to be it's not going to be individuals. It's not going to be one side of the ball. Um, their old line was big. They were heavy. Um, they have a, two really special guys in the backfield. We knew that was going to be a challenge. And uh, and uh, they, they proved that uh, especially Kai Thomas was absolutely legit. Um, uh, our guys, you know, schematically, we had guys there. Um, we had we had we had guys flying the ball. Pursuit effort was good. We were misfitting zone a little bit early, and we had to get on the uh, the iPads and the TV and make sure our guys were seeing what they were seeing and making sure they're fitting. But uh, but thankfully, we got a uh, you know Jack Heilman, who we always give him a hard time for being too short, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, you know, there's a couple. There's always times in practice where uh, our offense runs a little look route where they kind of they do a little. Uh, RPO type look and they throw it over the top of our backers and Jack's always about one or two inches short, you know, so that leads to more short jokes. Um, so Jack's gotten plenty of those. Well, they tried to do it against Jack. Jack catches the ball and he gets a pick six and that was a huge moment for our defense from right there. And like I said, we did a, a great job on offense and special teams and then that pick six got us up quick on him um, and allows us to kind of relax and just play football. But, uh, but, but Kai Thomas, hats off to the Topeka coaching staff and, uh, and that, that kid. I hope he does great things. Um, he presented a huge problem for us. Uh, and not only is he really athletic and talented, he seemed like a really good kid and in an absolute workhorse. I mean, you carry the ball that many times, 49 carries, and they were going hurry up against us because they were down and they had, they, had to get, they had to get the ball and get, score more touchdowns. They were going hurry up. We were gassed. We were tired. He showed no signs of being tired, and he kept running the ball hard every time. Um, so, yeah, he, he presented a whole lot of problems for us. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's a team win. I was proud of our, our defense for, for, you know, the effort and keep going. And we had, there's – there's some plays we did a really good job of pursuing the ball and have a lot of bodies there. So I always tell our guys that no matter what, ha no matter what happens, um, any sort of uh, adversity, you know, our pursuit and aggression will solve a lot of problems that may present themselves, and our guys uh, kept that going all game. Well, you know, you guys are pretty special guests for us and, and have been for many years, but uh, we have another special guest up here that we'd like to just ask a quick question. Uh, Aaron Wilson, he was a former player of Coach Clark's. I believe he graduated in 2009. Uh, you know, Aaron, quickly, uh, uh, what's the difference between how Coach Clark coaches now versus how he coached back when you were a youngster? Let's put him on the spot. Um, first off, thanks, gentlemen, for having me here today. Um, oh, Coach Clark, he's always been a great coach. I would say he's a, a lot nicer now, just a little bit nicer now. Aside from that, a lot of success to the team this year in the last couple of years. Very proud to be a W alum. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Guys, uh, we're playing uh, Olathe North today. Uh, I know, I don't recall, I know we played them, I believe, in 2002 because I had a son that was a junior and we played Olathe North, but uh, we got them again this year in the, in the state finals. Uh, 
Coach Clark, talk to us a little bit about what we're going to have to accomplish on our special teams and offense against these guys, and uh, we'll let Coach Weeks talk about uh, what his defense has to do to stop them. Well, special teams-wise, um, just kind of like Topeka, uh, they, they'll put uh, Arlen Bruce, they're really good running back, and Coach Weeks will we'll talk about him. Um, he, he's a dangerous runner. He touches the ball a ton. When the, the ball's in his hands, special things happen. So we, we got to make sure we account for him on kickoff and punt team. Uh, but you can tell there's a lot of times we'll play special teams. You can tell that special teams are an afterthought for some teams. They, they really don't practice them. You can tell they don't watch that much film. But uh, Olathe North does. Uh, they're very disciplined. They're very good. They have good schemes on special teams. So it's they, they pose a problem for us. And uh, it, it'll be fun to see how our special teams go against them. And uh, that could be the deciding factor. And we've talked to the kids all week, and we've, we've talked to the kids all year about how we need to win all three phases. And, and special teams are just as important as offense and defense. If you think about it, we'll watch special teams uh, with the guys, and, and we'll go through and watch every clip of the prior game and then do a scattering report with them. And, uh, um, I mean, there's there's about 35, 35 to 40 snaps that we take on special teams. And, and when, when you have about 150 to 200 snaps, that's about a, a th- you know one-fourth of all the snaps that you get. And there's usually – times that you can get big yardage on special teams you know it's really a moment for a very explosive play for you or against you so uh um, special teams are are, are going to be crucial in this game uh, offensively um their defense is the best defense we've we've seen on film uh their, their D-line is, is pretty big, uh, but they're really fast. They, they kind of remind me of our, our defensive line. You know, our, our, our kids are fast uh, or, or they're big, but they move so well. And these guys move really, really well. Uh, their linebackers are probably the fastest flowing linebackers, most aggressive linebackers we've seen uh, maybe outside of our linebackers that we have on our team. Um, they, they flow to the ball hard. They do a great job of keeping within the scheme, and they're very disciplined. This, this team is so uh, well coached up in all aspects. And then uh, probably the most impressive thing that they uh, do on defense is that their safeties fly around. Yeah, I mean, th- th- their safeties are getting tackles for losses on run plays you know they're they're coming down so hard setting the edge uh playing the run so so fast and so aggressive there i mean it's really really impressive it it reminds me of looking at Knox back there you know how how he flies up but they've got four of those guys that, that that'll come up and, and play the run hard and uh, uh they've they've shown so many different defensive fronts that it's been a challenge this week for us to uh, uh go through everything that we've seen on film you know we've had uh 12 weeks of film on them and uh I think there's probably about five different defensive fronts that we've had to that we've had to you know make sure we know how to block and 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 run our whole uh, package with. So uh, this team's legit. Uh, they are really good, and uh, you know it's state championship. You, you kind of got to expect that. So uh, um, they're disciplined, well coached up, and they've got a ton of athletes. Yeah, like Coach said, I mean uh, they're here for a reason. You know they're they're playing today for a reason. So. Um, offensively, what, what the, probably the biggest – we're facing another really superior athlete in the backfield. So we have another challenge ahead of us as far as the really athletic guy in the backfield. They'll put him at quarterback, put him at running back. 
Um, I think they've had some they've had some injuries at the quarterback spot, and their solution is just just snap the ball to the athlete, right? So um, a lot of quarterback run game, uh, but for us, for sure, is going to be stopping Bruce. He's a really good athlete, really good runner. He's smart runner. Um, but one one big thing this week is probably their best unit on offense. I would say is our offensive line. You know, they're not the biggest unit in the world. Um, they have good size, but they are they are fast. They're quick. Um, and they're really fun to watch on film, you know, unfortunately, like they, their footwork, I mean, they are all synchronized, you know, if they're running outside zone or stretch or whatever they're running, I mean, those guys have incredible footwork. Um, you can just tell they're really well coached up front. Um, so if we don't, uh, if our D line, you know, especially last week, we had, we had, we had Dorsey a little nicked up, um, middle of the second quarter last week. And, uh, he's, he's had limited reps this week throughout practice, but we think he's gonna be good to go. Um, the, our D line's got to have a big game. If we don't have a big game from our D line, um, they can give us fits because uh, if those linemen are climbing up to our backers and stuff like that, and then clouding their reads and stuff like that, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough for us to stop Bruce at running back. You know, Coach, you mentioned when you were talking about uh, uh, their defense against our offense that uh, uh, they've shown a lot of fronts and stuff that uh, uh, you've got to you've got to scheme for because you know you've seen them. You don't do anything like that, do you? Do you do you kind of kind of show people stuff that you may or may not use just so they'll have to scheme for it? You know, every once in a while we do. Uh, we'll, we'll put some stuff on film. Uh, it's it's different. Um, our our blocking scheme, our plays offensively, uh, are going to be way different than what you saw against Topeka or Manhattan because of of what they do. And then defensively, and we've kind of done that too. You know, we're we're a totally different defense when it comes to flex bone teams. Uh, we're a totally different defense when it comes to teams that have, you know, double tight and uh, totally different defense than teams that like to pass the ball and, and spread you out. So, uh, I mean, defensively, we've got a lot of fronts, you know, and uh, uh, offensively, uh, I don't I don't think you can uh, really scheme us up that well because it, our, our game plan isn't always the same. We're not always going to run these plays. These aren't our plays. Like, 75% of our, our game plan last week is not in this week. It's it's a whole different game, and that's that goes along with uh, just these kids going through this system and knowing our plays and and learning at such a young age to to you know okay I know that scheme I know that scheme I know that scheme, and uh, um, we've got so many different plays and schemes uh, offensively because they've they've been taught at such a young age that we can we can change it. And uh, we, we can have way different game plans from one week to the other because of what they've learned in the past. Aaron, i got to ask you, we, uh, one of our phrases we love is uh, once a Panther, always a Panther. And it's hard to believe it's been 10 years since you were here, but uh, how much are you following the Panthers and, uh, and your old Coach Clark? Wow, yeah, it's true. Once a Panther, always a Panther. And it's really weird that things have been 10 years, but I follow this team. I follow every Coach Clark team, every Derby Panther team. I follow everything about them. Very proud, very proud of all the success that's been happening lately, and I'm very, very glad to be here. Let me let me plug in real quick about Aaron. Aaron was one of the best running backs we've ever coached, but uh, 
the the thing about Aaron was he was he was one of the hardest workers. You know, we we've always talked about we had to set a foundation with discipline and hard work. Uh, when, you know, when when I was the fourth head coach in four years, you know, and uh, Aaron was a part of that. I, I coached Aaron. Aaron, him and I were together on the seventh grade B team. You know, I mean, I, I was that was my first year coaching, and uh, you know how I got Aaron on the B team. Just uh, thank you, Coach Riedel, but. Uh, um, yeah, how I uh, we we were pretty dang good. I think we had Snodgrass a quarterback too, didn't we? Or uh, yeah, but we had some good athletes. But anyways, uh, um, he he was a hard worker, and at at that early stages of you know revamping the uh, trying to get it back up to where Tom Young had it. You know, I was fourth coach in four years. It took guys like Aaron, and he was a good running back, but he was one of the hardest workers we've we, we've ever had go through this program. I mean. Every day he showed up, he he never had a bad day. You know, it, he just worked his tail off. He was one of the strongest guys we've ever had in the weight room. And it took guys like him to, to get to where we're at now. You know, we never won a state championship with Aaron, but there's a reason why we're winning state championships now or playing in state championships is because of guys like Aaron that, that showed the way and believed. And his class was the first class when they were seniors. Uh, we we did a little retreat, and I remember uh, that was the first class that believed that they could compete for a state title, and uh, it, it was unbelievable to hear those guys say that we we want to win state coach because the years before that it was like hey let's just let's just have a winning record or or let's uh um, let's let's make it to the playoffs you know and that that was the first class that truly believed and said let's go win state and it, that that moment when when they said that was a very defining moment in our program uh, because that's when people started believing that, that we could win state. So this, this state title game is, is built because of guys like Aaron. We're here because of guys that showed what hard work and dedication can do to a program. They were a huge family back then, and we're a huge family now. And uh, our, our, our kids saw that. And, and they're trying to mimic that. So hats off to Aaron. I'm so happy to see him. It, there, I know there's a lot of alumni at this game and a lot of guys that have, have played a, a vital role in to get us to, to where we're at. But uh, it's, it's just so awesome to see him, and I wanted to tell Aaron thank you. You know, Coach, this is the last last game of the year. Uh, it's game 13. It's for all the marbles. Uh, uh, we've had some injuries, especially of late. So uh, uh, talk to us a little bit about how we are team health-wise. We've we've been pretty good this year with injuries, and all of a sudden a bunch of defensive guys popped up, and and they're they're not season-ending injuries, but we're pretty nicked up on on the defense. You know, Tyler Dorsey, he kind of strained his groin, and who knows? He really hasn't taken live full reps, so we'll we'll see how he goes. And here's a couple other defense guys that are banged up, and they're just fighting through pain right now, and then offensively. We're probably healthier than we've ever been. Uh, David Sims got cleared. We've got David Sims at, at wide receiver, so we got another wide receiver back, which is which is amazing. Uh, Grant Adler, Grant could have gone last week, and uh, um, we, we thought we could win with Lim, and we we just didn't want to keep that cycle going of Grant keep on re-injuring his ankle. And Grant's probably healthier than he's ever been. He's practiced this whole week, so so we got Grant. So offensively. We're probably the healthiest we've ever been. Defensively, it's probably a different story. But uh, um, I, 
I think you're going to see a full team out there. You know, I there, there's not too many stars that we have out that, that uh, have been starting all year. It's pretty exciting. Guys, uh, awesome. Uh, can't say anything more. Uh, good luck this afternoon. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. KDKQLP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com. Good afternoon, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and today, along with Kevin Payton, we bring you all the actions from the 6A state championship between the Olathe North Bulldogs and your Derby Panthers. Well, Doyle, this is uh, becoming a home away from home for us here uh, in Emporia, and I think on the way up here, you and I said it's a nice place to call home. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, as, as I've said before, uh, we're, you and I are getting old, but this never gets old to get into these state final games and uh, uh, watch the kids play. Uh, they've worked pretty hard this season, both teams, to get where they are right now. And, uh, you know, it, it should be a pretty good game. Well, and Doyle, the temperatures here are, are absolutely wonderful today, 57 degrees and sunny. If there's any downfall at all, it's going to be the wind. Right now, winds are 22 miles per hour to the south-southwest. We're expecting gusts possibly up in the 60-mile-an-hour range uh, during the ball game. So both teams are going to have to contend with it. It's not anything that uh, favors one team over the other. So, you know, still, uh, it could affect today's outcome. Absolutely. It could have a driving effect. But like you said, it's just as windy for both teams. So, you know, they'll just have to work around it. Well, good news is we were watching the teams both warm up, and Grant Adler seems to be healthy. He was throwing the ball very well. Lim Wash was throwing the ball very well. They got the opportunity to throw into the wind and with the wind. And Doyle, you know, both those guys have strong enough arms. I don't know that that's going to really bother them. Yeah, I, I and I did notice whether Olathe North did any of that. They, their throws were all into the wind, it looked like. I don't know that they took any time to throw with the wind, but, uh, you know, I think we saw – how much the wind could affect it because when they were throwing with the wind, they had more overthrows than they than they had against the wind. Well, kicking games probably where you may see it the most with you know a high punt that might come back at you or those kind of things. But both coaches, uh, you know, I, we've coached a long time. We've been around these, this game, and you tell guys all the time that uh, if it's raining and snowing, it's snowing and raining on both sides of the field. So we uh, we expect it to uh, to be a good ball game for both. Doyle, uh, Coach uh, Chris McCartney's in his fifth year at Olathe North uh, with a 39 and 17 record. Last season, North was nine and three and lost in the state semifinal round to 6A state in the 6A state playoffs to Blue Valley North, 51 to 49. Yeah, that that was quite a ball game. Uh, I remember seeing scoring updates on that when we were playing uh, Manhattan last year, and man, it just seemed like 
you score, I score, and I think it came down to a couple of extra points. Well, this is an Olathe North team. Gosh, we've seen Olathe North over the years have some some incredible football teams. They were a real powerhouse back in the 90s. The last time that uh, Derby and Olathe North played was in 2002 state championship ball game. Derby unfortunately fell in that ball game, but that was last time these two teams met. It was it doesn't seem like it, but it's 16, 17 years ago. But, I mean, it was 2002, and, and Olathe came away victorious. Last week, Olathe North beat Blue Valley 28-7. to In that win, Olathe North had 248 total yards, 189 of it on the ground, 59 in the air, while, while allowing Blue Valley 173 three yards, three of that on the ground, 170 in the air. Keep in mind, this is a, a, a Olathe North team. That has lost two games this season and really started playing their best football late in the season. Yes, they have. They've really started putting it together the last probably four or five weeks. The last couple of, well, I'd say since weeks seven and then all through the playoffs, they've really started putting things together. Well, we expect Olathe North, they're going to be in a spread offense, as, as most high school teams are anymore. An offense that's averaging 42 points per game. Doyle, the guy that everybody's going to hear about a lot tonight or today is Arlen Bruce, the 5'11", 185-pound quarterback slash running back slash wide receiver. The kid's going to play all over the field. Yeah, he. I'm telling you, if, if something would have happened to Arlen Bruce about game six, uh, I don't know that uh, uh, Olathe North would have won another game. You and I both watched a lot of video on him, and, and we've kind of got his running style, and He's right up there with the guy we played against last week, Kyle yeah, Thomas. Absolutely. He's got 370 carries on the season, 2,560 yards and 43 touchdowns. That is absolutely tremendous. I mean, you know, Kai Thomas had more yards than that, but he didn't have 43 touchdowns. So, you know, Bruce has accounted, I'd say, well over 50% of the offense for Olathe North. And the rest of the team has the other 50%. As we said, he, he will he'll line up a quarterback sometimes. He's 24 for 50 for 404 yards and five touchdowns throwing the football. Carries the ball most of the time. Jackson Sarver is another guy that we'll see as a quarterback, a 6'2", 160-pounder. He's 31 out of 114 yards. And Caleb Nelson, a 6'3", 180-pounder. He's 67 out of 123 passing. So this is an Olathe North team that all you hear about is Arlen Bruce running the football. But you and I looked at that and we said, man, you know, they do throw the football when they need to. Yeah, they, they throw it a little more than you might think. And uh, uh, they are pretty pretty accurate with their uh, passes. So, you know, that's something the Panther uh, secondary will have to deal with. Well, and if Arlen Bruce isn't carrying the ball, Jacob Parrish, a 5'9", 155-pounder, he's uh, got over uh, 300 yards on the season. Corey Larson. 5'7", 160 pounder. He's got 223 yards. So they've got other guys that can carry the football. And, and Doyle, the, the thing that you got to notice about this Lothar North team is they're not overly big. I mean, these guys, their size is not anything like what we've compared to with the Garden City big offensive line last week's Topeka's offensive line. These guys uh, come in at uh, 5'11", 235. Andrew Dunning at 5'10", 210. Mario Snyder at 5'11", 240. Parker Lane at 6'1", 240, and Brandon Pina at six foot two fifty five. So very athletic, but not not big in stature. No, they're they're not near as big as what we had to deal with the last couple of weeks. But uh, you know, if, if you're not that big, usually that means you're pretty quick and you got a little strength. So that make, you know, it's just as hard to handle a, a smaller guy, and uh, as it is a big guy. Well, Olathe North returns four starters on defense this year. They're averaging twenty. 
22 points a game that they're giving up. And Doyle, it's, it's that same old broken record every week. They run a 3-4 defense. The difference is here, Coach Clark, when, when we talked to him a little bit ago, he's, you know, these guys, uh, they're going to come at us. Again, they're not overly big, but he says, don't know that we've seen a set of linebackers, and corners, and safeties that will come and hit you in the face like these guys will. Yeah, and and again, uh, we, we saw that on video. These guys will flat come up and, and uh, knock the latch off your lunchbox if you're not careful. So they're very aggressive, as you said, very aggressive, very physical. It, it's a pretty good defensive unit. Well, and linebackers, Abram Phillips at 5'9", 170, Mason Pride at 5'11", 180, A.J. Patillo at 5'10", 180, and Nolan Gray at 5'11", 180. Again, not overly big, but high school football, you start getting these athletes in that 175, 180 range, you know that they're going to come up and, and, and play that position very tough. Yeah, that, that's, that's a very good size for a high school linebacker. Now, we're not talking about college or pro, but in high school, 5'10", 5'11", 175 to 190 pounds, that's a good-sized linebacker, and they, they kind of fit that bill. Uh, defensive back-wise, it's the same story. There may be a mismatch with guys like KV on Walker out uh, playing receiver for us that's a good six foot four because – they, their, their backs are all 5'9", uh, 170, 5'9", 155. You don't see anyone over the six-foot mark in the secondary for Latham Norm. Could be advantage uh, Panthers because Karzak's up around 6'1". Six six uh, uh, again, like you mentioned, Kavion Walker's over six foot tall. Uh, uh, Reed Liston, he's right up around six, a little bit better. So could be advantage uh, Panthers on the uh, wide receiver. Well, last week the Panthers beat Topeka, as everyone knows, 63-55. to 55. In that win, Derby racked up 486 total yards of offense, 384 of it on the ground, 102 yards in the air, which was a pretty good performance. The, the one downfall maybe is that Topeka had 452 yards, 361 of that on the ground, 91 in the air. And of course, we know that uh, Kai Thomas was the workhorse last week for Topeka, and uh, Derby's going to have to do a better job up front to, to stop uh, Bruce. Yeah, it, it, it was a good game by the Panther defense last week. Uh, uh, the defense started out fast. Uh, Jack Holloman gets a pick six, and, uh, you know, first quarter and a half, Panthers pretty well handled Topeka, and uh, then we had some guys uh, just kind of go down a little bit with a few injuries, and, and you know, it Topeka took advantage. Well, we had two of our defensive linemen that went down for a short period of time, and you can't have some of your workhorses go down in a ball game like that. And from there, uh, uh, Kai did. He took advantage of it. Uh, still one of the best running backs you and I have seen in our tenure, and we've, we've uh, called a lot of football games. Yeah, and, and you know we're not making any excuses for the Panthers at all. But that's just the way the game rolled. But, uh, you know, the Panthers uh, played well on defense. They played very well on offense, and, and they deserve to be here. Well, today. Trey Washington had another good week. Last week, he had 18 carries for 129 and a touchdown. Lim Wash, big numbers, 13 carries, 216 yards, and four touchdowns. And more importantly, Lim was five for five for 99 yards of two DDs throwing the football. Yeah, just just a great, great performance by those two young men. Uh, uh, Lim Wash throwing the football and running the football, and along with Trey Washington, running the football. So just a, just a great night for those two. Well, KB on Walker, he's kind of been the go-to guy as of late for uh, both Adler and Wash. He had three catches for 51 and a touchdown last week. And Aaron Larson, it was good to see him. He had two catches for 39 yards and his first touchdown of the fall. And, you know, Aaron's one of those guys that's uh, very capable 
of catching the football. Yeah, he's played a lot since he was a sophomore. I believe he started as a sophomore, and, and he started all three years to save a few injuries. So, yeah, Aaron is an excellent receiver, and I, I was glad to see him get his get his first touchdown of the year. Well, and I think the good news that for, for Derby today, as Coach Clark said a little bit ago, we seem fairly healthy. The guys that were banged up last week, Seem like they're okay. We were watching Dorsey warm up. He looked like he was moving around good. Adler looks like he's moving around good. He did. He rested last week. So we've got a lot of guys. Uh, Sims, I believe, is back today. So David's been uh, out for the last five or six weeks. So, hey, not a better time to get healthy than uh, state championship week. You bet. And I agree with you about Adler. I saw him uh, bouncing around like we haven't seen him bounce around since about before the Carroll game. So, you know, that's a good sign for the Panthers and uh, maybe a bad sign for Olathe North. We're probably three, about three and a half minutes away from the start of, of today's ball game. It's going to start a little bit later than normal. Uh, uh, I, I don't know why, but it's a 105 start time. But anyway, uh, we'll go ahead and get into the uh, starting lineups for the Panthers with yeah, three and a half minutes to go, starting for the Panthers on offense. The offensive line. One tackle, Alex Kahn. He's a senior, 6'6", 280. The other tackle is a sophomore, Alex Key, 6'1", 225. The guards are senior Philip Eisenhower, 6'4", 280. And sophomore Jonas Vickers, 6'1", 285. The center is Kevin Washington. He's a senior, 5'11", 300 pounds. You're tied in starting today's game. Senior Jacob Karsak, 6'2", 205. One wide receiver, Junior Reed Liston, six foot one eighty. Senior Kavion Walker, six three two twenty, and senior Aaron Larson, five eleven one seventy. Starting running back, senior Trey Washington at five ten one ninety five, and your starting quarterback is senior Grant Adler, six three one ninety. Also seeing significant action on the offensive side of the ball will be Lim Wash, possibly Davin Sims, and Dylan Edwards for the Panthers. Now for the Panther defense, starting defensive line. One, one defensive end, senior Daniel Archer, six foot two thirty. The other defensive end is senior Seth Smith, 5'11", 195. The nose tackle is senior Tyler Dorsey, 6'2", 245. Outside linebackers, senior Jared, excuse me, junior Luke Stewart, 5'11", 190. And junior Colson Searing, 6'1", 200. Your inside linebackers are senior Jared Knoll at six foot one eighty, and junior Jack Heilman, five nine, one eighty five. Your cornerbacks are senior Terry Ginyard, five nine, one eighty five, and senior Brecken Kuzel at five ten, one seventy. The safeties are junior Tanner Knox, five eleven, one seventy five, and senior Liddell Clemens at six one, one eighty. Also seeing action on the defensive side will be Amari Ramirez. Trayvon Morrison and Tyler Allen. Those are your starting lineups as we have them. Well, Dola, they just did the coin toss, and Olathe North did win the toss uh, for this afternoon's ball game, and has elected to defer to the second half. So Derby, uh, I believe, is going to be defending the north end zone to start today's game. As we said, the wind's out of the south southwest about 22 miles per hour, but the gusts are supposed to really pick up. Well, the flags are pretty. Pretty stiff. They almost look starched to start the ball game. So we don't know how much the wind will affect, but we will certainly, uh, certainly keep you appraised of it. Probably you'll 
you'll hear us maybe say that looked like a nine iron shot you know, when the ball goes straight up in the air and then starts backing up. But hopefully those big, long, large gusts will hold off until after this game is over. Well, and I'm getting some reports from some of the fans back in Derby that said the wind is obviously blowing a whole lot harder in Derby than it is here. I think that was kind of the forecast was it was going to kind of move uh, this direction. And without question, the wind's picked up uh, in the last uh, Oh, five, ten minutes here significantly. We're ready to go here at Welch Stadium on the campus of Emporia State University. Well, I'll tell you, Derby has brought a huge crowd to today's ball game. Panthers are in all white. The only only caveat to it today is they've added a green stripe to the white helmets. They're pretty much all white, and uh, we're going to get the ball to start the game. Kicking off will be Jackson Sarver and back deep for the Panthers, and they will be kicking with the wind, Olathe North will be, is Ginyard and Washington, and they're standing on, oh, inside inside their 10-yard line. Uh, you'd assume with any kind of leg at all, this ball should find the end zone. We're ready to go. Sarver approaches. It's just kind of a pooch kick. It's going to come down to Washington at about, he dropped it. Now he picks it up. Gets out to about the 15, maybe the 17-yard line, so just just a bit of a miscue. Well, the ball was kicked high, and it did. It, it started to carry a little bit on Washington, and, and he missed the handle, and boy, Olathe North took advantage of it, uh, pinning Derby uh, back inside its own 20 to start this drive. This is probably <laughs> – this is probably I know it's as bad a field position as the kids have had to start a game all year, but it's on the – 17-yard line, first down, 10 yards to go from there. Uh, Adler, Adler's a quarterback. The good thing is Trey took his time and, and kept his composure. Adler and Washington in the backfield. Karzak shows motion. They give it to Washington. He gets hit the line of scrimmage, breaks a tackle, gets outside the 15-20, gets down to about the, looks like, 23-yard line. Well, Trey Washington was hit in the backfield, looked like he was going to get stopped for little gain at all. And, Next thing you know, Trey spins and dodges his way out and picks up about five or six yards. Going to be second down and four or five yards to go for the Panthers. Again, no score. Again, it's Washington. No, Adler on a keeper. Gets out to about the 20. It's like just out past the 25-yard line, so it's going to be third and short. And, Doyle, that was a little unusual. Panthers operating out of the pistol formation. In comes Washington to the ball game. Lim Wash is coming in at quarterback. Adler is out. Going to be third down and one for the Panthers. Karzak goes in motion. Wash on a keeper. First down and more. 35 40. 45 gets knocked down at midfield. Yeah, it was just a, it was a Lim Wash run all the way. He picked up some pretty good blocking. Picked up a nice block uh, out there by uh, Reed Liston. Pick up a first down and get the ball right out at middle midfield. About 24 yards on that carry for uh, Lim Wash. He stays in at quarterback. Motion, Karzak. This time Washington straight up the middle. 50, 45, 40. First down inside the 40-yard line. Now Panthers are seeing some success running the football, and again we pick up a key block that time from Kavion Walker at his wide receiver spot, something Coach Clark's talked a lot about, needing good blocks out of his wides. 12-yard pickup. Again, Washington 
with the football, 30, 25-20. He's going to score. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow, and Panthers made it look easy on a very nice option play from Liam Wash out to Trey Washington Doyle. He let go of the football. Trey cut up inside. Perfect blocking. There was really no question once the pitch was made that Trey Washington was probably going to take it to the house. Extra point attempt will follow. Simmons will be in to kick the extra point. He's 74 out of 76, but he's kicking into a pretty stiff breeze right now. Larson will be your holder. Liston will be the long snapper. Good snap, good hold. And the kick is good. So with 10.07 to go in the first quarter, Panthers break out on top. 7-0. Well, and what a nice way to start off. The, the opening kick was, was fumbled. And Washington kept his composure. Panthers started that drive, I believe, on the 15-yard line. And what, five, six plays? We're in the end zone the other direction on what looks like could be a long day for Olathe North if they can't figure out how to stop Trey Washington and uh, and uh, Grant Adler and, and, and uh the likes. I mean, it's just going to be a long day. Panthers haven't had any need to put the ball in the air yet. Simmons will be kicking off again. He'll be he'll be kicking into a pretty stiff breeze. Back deep for Olathe is Jacob Parrish, and it looks like along with Sylvester Union, they're standing on about the ten. I don't know that. I don't know that against that wind if we can get it back that far. Well, it'll be it'll be a tough go of it. As we said, the wind you could tell is continuing to pick up here. And uh, so far, the Panthers really haven't kicked long balls this year. They've opted for more of the pooch-type kick. Well, this might be pooch by design because the, because the wind is wind's going to be a factor here. Oh, nice kick by Simmons. Gets all the way back to 10. It's dropped at about the 5. Still can't pick it up. Now he picks it up. Panthers swarming at about the 10-yard line. Yeah, that may be showing some of the wind because that's the second kick that's been bobbled. Unfortunately for Olathe North, he bobbles it and can't get his hands on it when he tries it again. They're going to start this drive on their own 10-yard line. Again, not a Panther team that you want to fall down early into in a ball game. Be first and 10. Be Bruce looks like, well, he's going to be in the backfield along with Caleb Nelson. You can almost bet Bruce might get the ball on first down. They give it to Bruce. He gets about four and a half, maybe five on first down. The guy is very patient. Well, that's the, that's the key with him. They said that he'll follow his blocks, and all of a sudden, he'll just squirt out from underneath it. A guy that carries the ball a ton. So uh, great pedigree from him. He had a father that played here and then went on and had a couple stints in the NFL as well. Again, they give it to him. This time he gets hit short of the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose maybe a half, maybe a whole yard. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you the difference. You look down there and good to see. That time Tyler Dorsey busted through and just created havoc in the backfield of uh, Olathe North. So he's our key. He's our nose guy up front. He's got to have a good game. Third down. Panthers showing blitz. Luke Stewart, he's wanting to blitz. They kind of back off. Olathe gets a uh, check with me on the sidelines. Get the play called in. It's third down and about six. Quick pass to the outside, and it's dropped. It's going to be fourth down. Well, the ball was thrown way down at the ankles, and and you know it it, it does. It forces that fourth down uh, situation here. And 
you know, yeah, you got the wind behind you, but that's not how you want to start this ball game. I'm, I'm watching our walking wounded leave the field, and uh, so far they look pretty good. Some guys that were nicked up last week, they look pretty good. As I said, it was good to see Tyler Dorsey creating havoc in the backfield. High snap. Gets the punt away. Taken by Washington at about the Panther 47, and there's good coverage by Olathe Norton. He gets nowhere on on the punt return. Well, what I'm noticing is these kickers, they're they're well coached because he, he kicked it low. They're not trying to get it up in the wind, and he kicked it low, and that one bounced off Washington's shoulder pads, but fortunately he's able to re-grab it quickly. You know, if you're a late north, you're looking at a Panther offense that just stunned you early in the ball game. You, you got to have an answer for this running game. Well, it's going to be first down and 10. Pretty good, real good field position for the Panthers. They're on their own 47-yard line. Again, it's Washington and Wash. In the backfield. Motion again. Karzak comes to the near side. Again, Wash on a keeper. Gets a stiff arm. And, man, that guy made a shoestring tackler. That's going to be a big game. Oh, and, and you did. You, you watched Lim. He's using the stiff arm today. and looked like he was going to get outside. and He just grabbed by the ankles down for just a one-yard gain. If 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 that safety doesn't make the tackle, it's a big game because they had nobody out there. Again, because of the near side, it's Wash cuts up, finds a lane, still on his feet, makes a couple guys miss inside the 35-yard line of Olathe North. Well, he cut off a Trey Washington block. I tell you, it takes everyone blocking out here. And you know, the way it's setting up right now, Lim Wash is going to have a have a big game because uh, they they got to have an answer. You got to put a hat on a hat on these guys. First and 10 from the 34 for the Panthers. Again, Karzak goes in motion to the far side. Again, Wash on a keeper goes up the middle. He's going to pick up five, maybe eh, five, maybe six on first down, depending on the spot. And Lim Wash, he made a nice read that time, and then he just trucked a couple guys for the last two or three yards. Lim's one of those guys that he'll go around you, but he just soon run over you if he has opportunity. Second down and five. Pitched it out to Washington. Good pitch. Good little alley to run through. First down, down close to the 20. Well, and again, the pitches are just in precision today. Lim Wash waits till the last second, gets it out there. And, and really, Olathe Norse, very, very lucky that uh, Trey Washington didn't even pick up more yards. Panthers lead 7-0. There's 7-19 to go in the first quarter. They're on the move. This is their second possession. Again, Washington cuts back against the grain, gets hard, hit hard about the line of scrimmage, no game. Uh, he was hit very hard that time by A.J. Patillo, a 5'10", 180-pound uh, linebacker for Olathe North. He picked, they're going to give him a, a yard, so it's going to be second and nine. But he was, he was hit pretty good on that play. Good job by Patillo. Again, they pitch it out. Good block. Makes a guy miss. Gets down close to the 15. It's going to be third and about yeah, we picked up a couple of great blocks that time. Philip Eisenhower had a nice block out there that, that Washington was able to cut off. Derby's uh, content spreading the field out yet to put the ball in the air. Third down and about three and a half for the Panthers. Wash, first down, short of the 10. Yeah, Lim that time just cut back against the grain. He got all the flow going the opposite way. 
cut back against the grain and picks up a good first down yardage. First and 10 from the 11. Again, Panthers lead this one, 6-10 to go. They lead 7-0. They are threatening. Wash pitched it out to Washington. Big hole. Got a good block out there by Larson. Ah. They're going to call him out of bounds at about the one-yard line. Well, again, Derby just spread these guys out. They're running the option. And, and late, the North just doesn't have an answer. they got to get a guy on each kid's guy. It's all the only way you can play that option. And right now, they're just not reading. Aaron Larson threw a heck of a block out there to enable him to go. Wash, touchdown, touchdown Panthers. Wow. 5.57 remaining here in the first quarter. Panthers already up 13-0. Again, you, you can watch all the film you want on a team. You just can't see how physical and how quick they are till you see them on game day. No, that, that, no, you cannot. You can watch all the video you want or tape or whatever, but you got to play the game. Simmons on for the extra point. Larson the holder, good hold. And the kick is right down the middle, so with 5.57 to go in the first, Panthers extend their lead 14-0. Well, we got a second. Uh, let's give a shout-out to our game day sponsors. Uh, tonight, Today's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105 KDKQ, 105.9 FM, is sponsored in part by these great local derby businesses. Tender Care, Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Biddles Automotive, Derby Recreation Center, Derby Plaza Theaters, Derby Public Library, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, and D&M Mechanical. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Without these sponsors, we could not bring this ball game to you. So we thank our sponsors. Well, and we got time. Let's uh, also thank the guys back in the studio. Uh, Mark and Christopher have done a fantastic job this year, and I know we've got uh, listeners all over the place. Uh, we, we talked to Aaron Wilson a little bit, a guy that uh, stationed North Carolina, an ex-Panther player, and he goes, I'm, I catch every Friday night. So, you know, we love that these guys are bringing the broadcast to us, and, uh, and we appreciate them. Simmons kicking off. Went back deep, Sylvester Union. It's going to be taken at about, oh, the eight-yard line. Panthers hem him in at just right around the 20, maybe just short of the 20. Good coverage by the Panthers special teams. Now Simmons doing a great job kicking the ball into the wind. Uh, and as we said, it's out of south-southwest, so it's kind of blowing across this field here at uh, Jones Field. But uh, so far, the Panthers have had the answer that they needed for uh, the stud running back Arlen Bruce. Well, it's going to be first and 10. They're going to give him progress out to the 21. So it's going to be first and 10 from there. They trail 14-0 with 5.50 left. It's going to be third down and about five. They're, they're at the 26. They have to get to the 31 for a first down. They trail 14-0, 5.20 left. Bruce straight up the middle. He's going to be short of the first down by two, maybe three yards. It's going to be third down, fourth down and about three. Man, I think you, you're, if you're late the north, you're silly if you don't punt here. You're taking a heck of a gamble against the, you got the wind behind you. And, you know, if you, if you don't make this and you give the ball over here, you, you don't look real good. Bruce is, is the punter. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to expect him to punt on a fourth down. The Panthers two. are playing them honest. They have no one back to receive the punt. Just a quick. Oh, it's Panthers Dorsey. Panthers recovered at about the 20. Dorsey blocked. I believe it was searing on the recovery. 
And there's the guy, Tyler Dorsey, we talked about, had to be healthy this week. He gets through quickly. So Panthers have great field position with the ball, going to be resting right about the 20-yard line. First and 10, Panthers with 4.40 to go in the first. They already lead 14-0. Wow. And they can they are definitely in the red zone now. Wash is still the quarterback along with Trey Washington. Lim pitches out to Trey. Big lane to run in 10. Down close to the 10. Then he's driven back. Yeah, that was a that was a good tackle out there that time by the safety, but man, Panthers are, are just still chewing up big uh, big chunks of yardage there as Washington picks up uh, about nine on the play. That'll be second down and less than a yard. Again, they just spread out the off uh, their defense with this option, and Adelaide, the North can't close gaps. Panthers lead 14-0, threatening. Wash on a keeper. First down, five. Touchdown, Panthers. Yeah. Wash just made a great read, cut back against the grain. Just like that, Panthers are now up 20 to nothing. This is the state championship football game. Panthers uh, so far have not seen a lot of fight. It's 20 to zero with the extra point to follow. Uh, Panthers have scored on all three possessions. Olathe has had the ball twice and had to punt the ball twice. As we said, this isn't a derby team you want to get down too early. Good snap, good hold. And the extra point is right down Broadway. Panthers lead 21-0 with 4.04 left. Kevin, I, you know, I, I, I had a dream about this. <laughs> We'd start off like this, but I thought that's all it was. Well, and I, and I was chatting with someone <laughs> down below earlier. We were talking about all the home field advantage, and, and that's what his comment. He goes, man, we still have home field advantage. We're back here every year, and uh, we treat this like home. And, you know, you just you just can't. A team like Derby is not the kind type of team that you want to get down on. You got to get out of your your game plan. And for late the North, that game plan really is get the ball in Arlen Bruce's hands and, and letting him run. Well, so far he's he's carried the ball. He's been the only one to run the ball, but the Panthers have bottled him up fairly well. This guy's a good running back. He, he's uh, he's one of the better ones we'll face. Back deep. Looks like it's, uh, again, it's Sylvester Union along with Jacob Parrish. Parrish is on the far side, Union near side. How about Tyler Dorsey? If the question was there about whether he was going to be able to go, he's big. He's come up big a couple times now for the Panthers. Simmons, high end over end is going to come down to Parrish at about the 17-yard line. He's hit at a, just over the 25, maybe the 26-yard line. Panthers were down very quick uh, on the play. And that'll be Olathe's best field position. This is their third possession. Panthers lead 21-0, and we're still in the first quarter. Case okay, so Lindsay was uh, downfield very quickly on that tackle. And it, this is, uh, again, a Panther team that they just feed off each other. And, you know, you th they start going right. And, uh, you can't stop them, and you look up and you see Tyler Dorsey standing over the football. I'm sure, Olathe North knew they had a had a huge task at hand with him and Archer and Smith up front. Arlen Bruce with the carry. It was a direct snap. He makes a couple 
Panthers miss carries, he gets out about 10 yards. They use him a lot that way, as we know. They'll, they'll take the quarterback out. He'll take every ball, and he'll probably run it every time. Well, and you can tell the young man's got good speed. He had a couple spin moves mixed in with it. And uh, when he sees daylight, he smell, smells the goal line. Got all the way out to the 38, so that's their best play of the game. Now they've got the quarterback back in. Sarver. And they give it to Bruce on a reverse. Panthers read it. Big hole, 40. 30, and brought down about the 10-yard line by Tanner Knox. Now Knox finally pulled him down, and it was a reverse. Panthers bit hard on it, gave Olathe North the whole outside lane. Looked like he was gone. Finally, Tanner Knox is able to cut him out from the legs at about the 12. That's a big gainer, though, for Olathe North. Shows how quickly they can strike. They give it to Bruce. He makes a couple guys miss and finds him a little crease. That's what you like about him. He just finds that little crease. Uh, he, found the, he found the crease and cut back against the grain and picks up big yards. Well, I see where he's getting his yards. This is one of those sneaky backs that you don't think, hey, he didn't pick up much, and he gets eight, nine yards on a carry. Be second down and two. They give it to Bruce again. He gets hit short of the first of the goal line, but it's going to be a first and goal for Olafa. Now Knox is able to bring him down, but man, you're right. This uh, this drive, all of a sudden, the late the North kind of woke up uh, and decided, hey, we can't fall down any further. I don't know. The Panthers really didn't. I thought at first they were playing that reverse pretty good, and, then, and it didn't look that way. So that'll be something they talk about on the sidelines. Bruce, he'll take it straight up the middle. Touchdown, Olathe North. Well, that's just a good drive by Olathe North. Gets them back in the ball game. Well, you you you, you gotta you gotta pay attention to that. I mean, that's the that's the story of these guys is just the running game that they uh, provide. You gotta pay attention to where Arlen Bruce is at all times. And he's, he's Panthers uh, bit hard on him and left the reverse open. Even he is even the holder for the extra point attempts. Zach Will Zach Neal is kicking the extra point or attempting it. And it looks looks good, and it is. So with 2.41 to go, Olathe North breaks through. It's now 21-7. Panthers, uh, you know, it, it's just one big play so far for Olathe North. I think the Panther uh, defensive coaches will be talking about that on the sidelines. Well, it's one big play. You, you really do. Backs like Bruce, guys like Kai Thomas last week, said there's not a lot of, of effort going east and west these guys get their shoulder pads squared up quickly they have low centers of gravity and they they just get the ball working upfield and, and you got to have an answer for Bruce you can't let him have eight nine yards on a carry it just is something that can't happen that was a nice well-conceived uh well-conceived reverse that they ran and uh yeah, and those are you know sometimes those are and I'm sure that's what will happen down on the sidelines they're going to review the film and and they're going to tell these guys, sometimes you're over-aggressive and you just commit so hard to something. you got to stay home. you got to stay in your in your zone and, uh, and, and play the game. Back deep, Ginyard along with Washington. Ginyard's on the far side. Washington's near side. They're standing on about the 10-yard line. I'm sure they're going to back up a little bit with that wind at the kicker's back. It's kind of a, kind of a southwest wind. 
as he approaches. It's going to be kicked in the end zone. So that's that's the way you keep these two speed burners we got back there from from returning a kickoff. You just kick it over their heads. So it's going to be first and 10 Panthers from the 20. I think this is going to be an interesting series for the Panthers to see how they respond after giving up the touchdown. As you know, last week, you know, they were giving up some stuff, but they'd come back and score right away. So they've got their opponent down 14 now. They've got to keep the uh, foot on the pedal. 21-7, 2.41 left. This is the Panthers' third offensive, fourth offensive possession. Wash is the quarterback. Washington in the backfield. Pitched out to Washington. Good block on the outside. 30, 35. Right around the 35 is where he'll go down. Yeah, I'm telling you that the Derby has so many weapons that you have to play them honest. They, they bit hard that time on, uh, on Wash, and he's able to get the ball out to uh, Washington, and he finds a big opening. First and 10 from the 36 for the Panthers. They lead 21-7. Again, Washington, he's going to get maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Now, Panthers have yet to put the ball in the air. No real need to put the ball in the air. Have not seen Grant Adler since the first series. Don't know if that ankle's still hobbling him up somewhat. Second and 10, Panthers. They lead 21-7. Wash on a keeper. He gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about as far as he goes. It's going to be third and long. Yeah, they're actually going to lose about a yard on the play. and That's the same play that Wash has had success with, and uh, Olathe North made the adjustment there. Interesting call here for Coach Clark. Third and long. Again, we have yet to put the ball in the air. We know Wash has the arm to do it. Getting a play from the sideline. Play clock. Plenty of time on the play clock. Clock moving, 120 to go. It'll be under a minute 20 when this play gets underway. Back to pass goes Wash. Little screen out to Washington. They they, they smelled that out there. Nobody got fooled on that one. Panthers going to lose about five on the play. So, you know, that's what you got to watch now is Olathe North is getting some momentum back on their side of the field. So Panthers got to have a nice punt here. And, uh, well, you got you got to punt it. I mean, I, I don't know why we haven't sent our punt team out. You can't – I can't imagine we're going to try to go for it. Well, the, the, yeah, and, we, and really the play clock, I thought maybe that was in our favor. But I, it could be, too, that Coach Clark's going to let it tick down and then call a timeout. Well, they send the punt team on, but there's going to be, unless he calls timeout, we're going to have a five-yard penalty. Yeah, he took the penalty. So that's going to mean they're going to punt from the line of scrimmage is the 25. Panthers lead 21-7. 20 seconds left to go in the first period. Grant Adler is the punter. He'll be punting into the wind. Well, if you're Latham North, you got to play it honest with knowing that Grant Adler's your punter, too. Good snap. Nice high, kind of a knuckler. Going to be fielded at about 
the 40. He gets out to about the 45. I don't see a flag for a late hit out of bounds. No, and I think I think our guy had it. I mean, he had him right at the sideline and just threw him out of bounds. So I think that's a good call by the officials. A good no call. <laughs> well, again, lots of online listeners today. Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, St. Louis, Missouri, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Denver, Colorado. Again, we love our online listeners. We have Panthers all over the country. Well, they give him progress all the way out to the to midfield. It's the ball is right on the fifty. It's first and ten for Olathe North on a keeper. He picks up. Oh, I'm going to say three. They they've been given pretty generous spots, so we're going to say four. We'll see where they have. They give him four. And that's going to end the first quarter. Panthers lead this one 21-0. This is Panther football on a live 105. We'll be back. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. And we're back at the Trump Stadium on the campus of Emporia. Panthers lead 21-0. It's second down and about six for Olathe North. Again on a keeper is Arlen. He picks up maybe a yard, gets out to about the Panther 45, so it's going to be third down and five, and it looks like it might be uh, might be four-down territory for Olathe North if they don't pick the first down up. Yeah, Panthers, again, they just got to make the adjustments, and uh, when you've got a guy like Bruce in the backfield, that's a, that's a big adjustment. Again, you can't tell how fast this kid is and how well he works until you're in the game. The quarterback is Nelson. He's in the backfield with Bruce, but if it's a run play, I'm going to guess Bruce will get the ball. Yeah, Bruce, just a junior, 5'11", 185 pounds. pass, hit out in the flat, complete, inside the Panther 35, down to about the 33. That was just a, a little pass out in the flat. There wasn't anything fancy about it, but, again, it, all of a sudden, we're, we've got a lot of guys worrying about number seven, and that leaves uh, the, the, the receiver wide open. It's now first and 10 from the 33. And Bruce, again, he kind of staggers one way and heads back the other, picks up four or five before Heilman stops him. Yeah, just a direct snap back to Bruce that time, and he just took it straight up the gut for good yardage. Picked up four. Going to be second and six. Panthers lead 21-7. We've just started the second quarter, 10.30 to go. In the half, again, Saver caught five touchdown. No, they're going to call him down. They're going to call him down inside the one. Wow, and that was just a slant route that was wide open. And 
our, our guy couldn't make the tackle once he caught it. And, uh, that was a well-thrown football. And Olathe North, as we said, the momentum has definitely shifted back to, to their side of the field. Yeah, they're, they're threatening. They're on the, their own, well, the Panther one-yard line, first and goal. They trail 21-7. Direct snap to Bruce. He keeps it. Goes to the outside. I don't think he got in. He didn't pick up anything. And, and he, he kind of went to the middle, then tried to dart outside. Luckily, the Panthers uh, kept pursuit on him and uh, kept him out of the end zone. It'll be second goal from the – well, he might have lost a half yard. So, again, Bruce is up under center now. And he sneaks it. But he ain't going to get there. Get In fact, he's going to lose maybe another half yard. Well, you know, that's a kind of a setup. You saw the offensive guard walk back to him and said something. And, and you know, at that point, he's going, hey, man, follow right behind me. The Panthers with Tyler Dorsey and Archer Smith just met him right in the middle to stop. It's going to be third down and, uh, and goal now. Wow, they, get, they gave him progress on that. He didn't. Well, it's going to be third and goal from the one. Bruce again touched. No, ah, he didn't get in yeah, there. Yeah, he oh, got in. Oh my God! Got in at the last he just second. Barely got in. Got in at the last second. So again, uh, all of a sudden, the uh, momentum has definitely switched uh, directions. Archer, Dan Archer's coming off the field. He's yeah, got his helmet came off. Equipment problem. Yeah, once the helmet pops off, they got to come out for a play. It's going to be extra point. It's now 21-13 with 9.02 left. Panthers started very fast. Now Olathe's going. It's going to be Bruce holding. I don't know. I missed it. He missed the extra point. It's going to be 21-13 with 9.02 left. Panthers get the ball back. They're going to have the wind at their back. I, I don't know that that helped. Olathe, and it didn't, you know, but maybe it'll help the Panthers. And let's, you know, those extra points uh, could turn out to be very big, as we all know, and that one was just shoved off to the the left of the goalpost. Panthers. Panthers got to come out. They got to come out in this series and get something positive going. They've got to be able to throw the football. They've got to, you know, Olathe Norse figured it out. I mean, you got to put a hat on a hat. And you know, Lim Wash, Trey Washington are the guys. So Panthers uh, have a lot of different things we haven't shown yet. I don't know if you'll see Grant Adler. Don't know how bad his ankle is. Or if you see Grant come back in, we got the option to run Washington and Wash both in the backfield with him at the same time. Yeah, we've got a lot of offensive weapons at our disposal, but right now we've just we're leading by eight points with. 9.02 left. Panthers started very fast. Scored first three times they had the ball. This is their fifth, will be their fifth possession. High end over ends coming down to Ginyard at the 25. Gets out over the 25 to about the third, 27-yard line. That's where the Panthers will have to start this series. Yeah, what you're really seeing is two well-coached teams, and that's what you should see in a state playoff game. And Adjustments are being made all the time, and and, uh, you know, we, we expected it to be a good ball game, and uh, that's what it's turning out to be so far. Well, yeah, at, at the first five or six minutes, I was wondering, but now Olathe came back on the Panthers 
after the Panthers made it 21-0, Lathis came back on him, scored the last two times they've had the football. Lim and Trey are in the backfield. Lim gets hit hard after about a yard, maybe two on first down. Well, I'll tell you, Lim tried to cut inside. We've seen a couple of the late North hits on our guys that were just jawbreakers. That time, Lim got lit up. Still picked up about a yard and a half. Out to the 30. Karzak in motion. Comes to the near side. Again, Lim fakes it to Trey. First down, 50, 45, 40. Still on his feet. 30. Touchdown, Panthers. Lim Wash just made a couple of nice moves. Looked like he was bottled up, and the minute he made the last one, there was no question. Go back-to-back plays. That was the same play he got lit up on. Panthers had to, had to know with what to, to say, hey, let's run it again and pick up the one block we missed. Just like that, Lim Wash is back in the end zone. It's 27-13 now with 8-19 left. Simmons on to attempt the extra point. That was a 70-yard run from scrimmage for Lim Wash. So quick strike by the Panthers. Extra point is up, and it is good. So with 8-19 to go, I think it took less than a minute to put one in the end zone. It's now 28 Panthers, 13 Olathe North. Well, we said Lim Wash uh, might have a big game when he had that first game, game or gain of the game. And right now, Lim Wash is sitting at about 180 yards here in the first half, and uh, they've got to have an answer for him. Today's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great Derby local businesses. Will Howe Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Express Water and Hardscapes, Pizza John's, El Paso Animal Hospital, Riverside Cafe of Derby, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie and Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. Next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Uh, you know, in the same way, Arlen Bruce had nine carries for 39 yards in the first quarter. As we said, uh, our guy, uh, Trey, or Lem Wash, had uh, had 105 yards. So, you know, actually, I'm, I, I got that backwards. Lem Wash had 64. Trey Washington had 105. So you got both backs with well over 100 yards here in the first uh, half. Simmons kicking off for the Panthers. They're kicking off to a, an, an Olathe North offense that's pretty hot right now. High end over end is going to come down to Union. He catches it about the five, hit at the 10, makes a guy miss at the 10, gets out to about the 20, maybe the 21, the 22-yard line. Well, we'll see what uh, what adjustments Coach Wietrich's made here. We got a guy getting up. I think Tanner Knox got up a little bit slow, but uh, he's ready to go again. Tanner's a pretty tough kid, so uh, – we need all our Panthers in the ball game right now. They're giving progress out to the 21. That could have been brutal for uh, uh, Olathe North had we made the tackle inside the 10. But uh, he made our guy miss and got all the way out to the 21. So first and 10 with decent field position for Olathe North. Nelson and Bruce are in the backfield. Bruce, fake to Bruce, caught. Panthers missed the tackle. 
first down out to about the 42-yard line. Yeah, and that's what we were kind of afraid of is, man, we're following Bruce so hard right now. You got to watch the guys uh, catching the ball downfield. We left a lot of cushion that time for Olathe North. Picked up 20 yards on that. It's first down and 10 from the, their own 41. Panthers lead 28-13. Bruce on a direct snap. Cuts back against the grain and picks up, well, probably three yards, maybe four. He's good for about three or four every time he touches. Yeah, he's just taking the direct snap, and you can see the kid has great vision. He, uh, he starts looking back against the grain quickly, and, and that time the Panthers uh, stepped up and made the tackle, but not until Bruce picks up another four. Second and six, Panthers lead 28-13. A lot of scoring so far. And on a direct snap to Bruce, he loses. They're going to give him a very generous mark. He only loses a couple yards. Uh, hello, Mr. Dorsey. Uh, Noel came in from the side. He looks up and Big 50's right in his face and just plants him for a couple-yard loss. It's going to be third and eight now. Panthers need this. They, they need a stop here and uh, get the football back. Back to pass. Nearly picked up. Yeah, was picked it was off. Picked. Oh, they're saying it hit the ground. But it sure looked like Bracken Cooser came up with a nice interception there. Either way, it's going to bring up fourth down and long in a punting situation for Olathe North. Ball was read very, very well by Bracken Cooser. And Doyle, I'll tell you, Bracken's been one of those guys this year that's just been sneaky. I mean, he, he, he plays his position very, very well. And it looks like we're, we're thinking Olathe North will punt. But, again, Arlen Bruce is a short man. And they're going to take it all the way back to the punter. Not a very good punt, but it's going to take a north bounce. And the Panthers are going to have it on about the 31, maybe 32-yard line there, 31 or 32, with 6.35 left. They lead 28-13. Well, you got to like the defensive adjustments the Panthers made on that series. They really uh, adjusted well, did what they had to do. And, you know, now we've got a 28-13 lead and the ball back in our hands. Well, yeah, that uh, if they made adjustments, which I'm sure they did, they made the right ones because uh, uh, that was a very good series for the Panther defense, front seven. And we nearly had a pick with Kuzer. It sure looked like from up here that it was a pick, but. Lim and Trey in the backfield. Trey on the pass, a little bit of a screen gets ah. to the outside. They're going to make. They're going to call one of our guys for holding, and I don't like that. Well, and I, I was just getting ready to say, I thought we had a nice block on our wide receiver that time. You know, the officials uh, are watching it, and they throw the flag. I, I you know, I, I, I don't agree with the officials much. But <laughs> I, I'm going to have to disagree on that one. That, that looked like a. Pretty fair block by our wide receiver. That would have been a nice gain, but it's all going to be negated. It's going to be second or first down now. We're going to move the ball all the way back to the 24-yard line. The line to gain is the 41, so it's going to be first and 17 for the Panthers. In motion goes Trey. Back to pass, and we got another stoppage. I'm going to say Derby got caught moving on that. So all of a sudden we, we're getting backed up, and that looked like it might have been a, 
it was going to be a pass play. We had Trey in motion, and uh, we've seen Trey go in motion a few times and then hit uh, hit downfield quickly. Well, that's going to make it first and 22, so Panthers don't need to get it all back on first down. Again, they show Washington in motion. Back to pass goes Limwash. Got over the top. Liston caught 40. He should 30, go. 20. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow, just a beautiful play that time. We had a couple of receivers open. Reed listens the target. Reed takes it down the sidelines for another seven. So just like that, Olathe North gets uh, abused on a pass play. Well, Kavion Walker was wide open as well, and uh, uh, Lim chose to throw the ball to Reed, who made a nice catch and a nice run. Now the Panthers are up 34-13, 6-17 to go in the half, and the extra point attempt to follow. Wow, and that was a BB. It caught Reed Liston in stride, and then Reed just outran the rest of the Olathe North guys for the six. Now, you know, you and I have always said he gets that speed from his mother. <laughs> Without question. And the extra point is good, so Panthers extend their lead 35-13 with 6-17 to go in the half. Just a nice play there by the Panthers on a first and 22. Well, they what, take it to the house. What it does is all of a sudden, no late the Norse been sitting there worried about stopping the option, and now they got to look up and go, yeah, man, we can't play that thing on us anymore. we got to worry about the pass, and uh, – Derby just shows the, the depth of, uh, of this offense. Well, and again, uh, and I think we both saw it, uh, Kavion Walker was wide open uh, as well on that pass play, and uh, uh, it was just a good pitch and catch. Well, and, and that was what we heard about Olathe North, is that their safeties and corners like to come up and hit. Well, you know, you, you get used to coming up and hitting. If Derby's going to keep running the option, what, what do you do all of a sudden? you got uh, 22 yards to go for a first down, and you, you let uh, Lim sit in the pocket and, and Hit a hit a read list and wide open. Sylvester Union and Jacob Paris back deep for Olathe North. Again, Panthers lead this one 35-13. Uh, Olathe came within a touchdown, 21-13, but the Panthers have stopped in the last couple of times, and they have scored, so it's now 35-13. 6-17 to go in the half. High end over end is going to come down at about the ten, fumbled at about the 10, and it bounced right back to him. Olathe North got a big break there in, when Union dropped the ball. Those footballs don't usually bounce straight, but it did that time. And it, it bounced right back to him, and he found a little bit of a crease, and then Jack Heilman grabs him right at the ankles, picks him up, and plants him right on the 30-yard line. Again, it'll be uh, Nelson along with Bruce in the backfield for Olathe North. Nelson's a senior. Bruce is a junior. They give it to Bruce. He gets to the outside. Panthers hem him in. They set the edge very well that time. He's not going to get much. Well, they did a great job that time uh, upsetting the age. Dan Archer turned the play inside, made uh, Bruce go in, and uh, he was picked up quickly by the rest of the Panther defense. That was, that was as good a that was as good a defense on that on a run that the Panthers have had today. Hope they have many more to come. Second and ten, back to pass. It's going to be thrown up out 
they're covering. It looked like Cooser. Yeah, Cooser, as we said, Cooser's played that position very tough all year. And, and uh, at that time, he got pushed just a little bit, stayed in the coverage, and he was uh, running man for man with uh, the old Nathan North. Receiver. Well, we, we've uh, we've got a couple pair, a couple corners that play the pass very well. Now we, I noticed we brought, we took a linebacker out and brought in another defensive back. So we're expecting a pass, and it is a pass, just a short one, caught. Going to be a first down if they give him the, the mark that I think they're going to give him. Otherwise, oh, he's already saying it's a first down. Yeah, they're moving the sticks quickly, and that was really played pretty wow. well by the Panthers. Whoa, he. he he gave a left foot mark, and it was short of the of the forty. Going to be first and ten, regardless of that. Again, Bruce gets to the outside, then cuts back, picks up two, maybe three on first down. One of the Panthers is down. That's Dorsey. Dorsey He's back up. up. Yeah, that's. Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services that DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DMV Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Uh, we're at 250 left in the second quarter. We had just a little bit of difficulty, but we've corrected that. And the uh, Panthers had to punt. Olathe North now has the football. It's still 35-13. It's 35-13, and Olathe has the ball on their own 36-yard line, first down and 10 yards to go. 
Touchdown Panthers nearly connected with a long bomb to Jacob Karsak just out of the reach of his hands that forced a Grant Adler punt. Again, Arlen Bruce, he gets maybe a yard. If they're generous, he'll get two. Wow, Jack Hobbin just lit him up. Tyler Dorsey was along with him. Oh, Dorsey ends up with football in his hands, but they're calling uh, Bruce down. But Panthers uh, definitely had that play uh, read. Going to be second and long, second and nine. Again, Panthers lead this thing 35-13 with 2.20 to go in the second quarter. Second and nine. Again, Bruce, he gets hit for maybe a yard, another yard and a half, maybe. It's going to be third down and six, third down and seven. Well, the Panthers seem to have an answer for Bruce now. They're, they're, as you said, they're going back in with another D-back. Yeah. Coming in the ballgame is Ramirez, Amari Ramirez, and out of the ballgame goes Noel. So they're coming in with an extra defense, five defensive backs, because they suspect maybe there will be a pass. 35-13, Panthers. Yeah, brings up third and long for Olathe North. Quick pass to the outside. The receiver wasn't looking. It was just kind of hit to an open space. It's going to be fourth down now from the 39-yard line. Well, they had a guy going deep and a guy cutting across on a slant. The ball was just kind of thrown in between the two of them. So I don't know if it was a, a misread by the receivers or the quarterback, but the uh, ball was well out of the, the distance of either guy. It's going to be Panther ball here shortly with 1.30 to go. Ginyard and Washington are standing on about their own 35, punting into the wind. Panthers showing block. Ginyard's going to do the right thing and just let that bounce. It's going to go dead at about the 35-yard line. So with 1.20 to go in the first half, Panthers have pretty good field position. Well, Panthers have plenty of time to strike again here. They uh, have shown the ability to be a quick strike team all season long. Going to be first and ten. It'd be nice if they would put one in just just right before half. That'd be a nice boost for the Panther offense as well as the defense, who have forced punts. I believe the last three times Olathe North has had the football. And you see, Coach McCartney was out uh, kind of looking at the guys and trying to to position them. I'm sure he's talking about just that and saying Derby's got a couple of wide receivers that are are pretty dangerous. Lemon Trey in the backfield. Carsack goes in motion. Lim on a keeper, gets to the outside, picks up a block, gets knocked out at about the 35, 45-yard line, so he'll be just short of the first down. The clock will stop by going out of bounds. It doesn't really matter. Panthers still, they have two timeouts left, so they've got plenty of clock to work with. Second down and about a yard. Quick pass, caught. Karzak down at about the 30, 40, down at about the 41 yard line of Olathe North. Yeah, Karzak's another one of those receivers with great hands. So if you're Olathe North, you got to worry about uh, not only the option, but the wide receivers uh, in the ball game now as well. Washington shifts out into the slot on the far side. Bad snap. Lim Wash takes it, and he's going to pick up three, maybe four yards. What a play by Lim Wash. Yeah, it looked like the snap maybe came across and hit his leg because it was just a, it just kind of floundered. Now they're going to 
Derby's going to use a timeout. It just wasn't a great snap, and and Lim didn't really know what to do with it, and finally picked it up and got some positive yardage. Yeah, it, it, he ended up picking up five, I think, on on a play that really he he had lost at least three to start with. So great job by Lim Wash getting something positive out of a bit of a negative. Now there's still 49 seconds to go here before the half. As we said, uh, Panthers have a lot of weapons here and a lot of things in the playbook that uh, Coach Clark hadn't had to really pull out uh, this season. Going to be second down. They're on the, oh, it looks like 37-yard line of the Bulldogs. And seen very little of Grant Adler this afternoon. He started the first series, came out. I don't know how bad the ankle is. We've seen him punt a couple times. Short of that, it's uh, all been limb wash. Lim and Washington are in the backfield. Now Washington hits the slot on the far side. Back to pass goes Wash. And a man over. Karzak caught. Caught. That was a nice catch out there by Jacob Karzak reaching out, catching the ball right before it hits the turf. Panthers still have 44 seconds and the ball inside the 20, resting on about the uh, 17. Clock stopped with the first down. Again, Lim Wash just on a keeper, gets to the outside, 15-10, 5, touchdown Panthers. Well, we said Derby could strike quick that time. Lim Wash just felled his way around the outside. Once he turned the corner, there was really no doubt that he wasn't going to take that one to the house. It's going to be now 41-13 for the, Panther, the Panthers lead with 26 seconds left. So a nice drive. It was about a 50-second drive, and uh, Panthers score again. Well, and I'll tell you, it's really Olathe North. Once Derby started throwing the football, it put the guys back on their heels a little bit. They couldn't come up and play the option quite as hard, and it uh, it's left a, a big void in that uh, Olathe North defense. Extra point is up, and it is also good. So with 26 seconds left, Panthers will kick off. They now lead 42-13. to 13. Wow, Doyle, again, you know, this ball game started out 21-0 Panthers, Olathe North crept back in, made it 21-13. Since that period of time, Panthers have just nailed the door shut, and uh, the offense keeps clicking, but they've, they've stopped Bruce, the stud running back, on the last two series, and that's made a big difference. That's made, that's made a huge difference. Uh, Panther defense seems, seems to be swarming a little bit better, and it could be adjustments that uh, Coach Wietrich made after those last, the first two touchdowns they had because uh, – they, they really haven't done much since then. They will get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, it was good to see Tyler Dorsey. He, looked, you know, he was shaken up for one play and kind of worried. He comes back in, makes a crucial stop, and, uh, and, and has been uh, back in that center stopping uh, Olathe Norse offense. Going to be Simmons kicking off. The same pair back to Union and Parrish. Parrish on the near side, Union on the far side. Ball blows off the tee. Panthers may have to may have to put somebody over there to hold it on. The wind looks like it's picked up a little bit. <laughs> if you can imagine that, the wind looks like it's picked up. Those yeah, flags are pretty straight. Yeah, the wind's now out of the southwest, just steady at 25 miles per hour. Again, we said that uh, we expected wind gusts as high as 60, 65 miles per hour today. So the winds are picking up. Guess who's going to hold the football? The Swiss Army knife. <laughs> Reed Liston will be holding the football for Simmons to kick it off. 
high end over end. Going to come to the one of the short men at about the 15. He gets out to the 20, still on his feet. That's pretty good getting out past the 30-yard line. Yeah, we'll see how, how fancy Olathe North gets here. They've uh, got the ball into the wind and trailing 42-13. to 13. See if uh, Coach tries to pull out anything special or just eats the clock at. Well, I say he's going to – I'm going to just about bet Mr. Bruce will get the ball at least one more time. Well, every time Bruce has the ball in his hands, he's a threat. He's dangerous. He sure is. He is a very good running back. Nelson is the quarterback. Now, keep in mind, one of the touchdowns that uh, Olathe North ran was on a reverse that uh, Derby bit hard on Bruce, and it left him wide open it'll on the far a, side. It'll be a direct snap to Bruce, he, and it's a reverse. Fake reverse. Fake reverse this time. And they get out uh, close to the first down, but I don't believe they're going to get it clock. Still running. That may be the last play of the first half. It's going to be short of the first down by about a yard. Now, they had the same idea. They thought to see if Derby would bite on the reverse that time. And fortunately, the Panthers uh, didn't bite hard. Well, that's going to be the end of the first half. Panthers have a pretty good, pretty good size lead, 42-13. But there's a lot of football left to play, Kevin. Well, and this is an Olathe North team we saw. They didn't give up. They didn't. You know, a lot of teams fold the 10 up after being down 21-0. Olathe North kept fighting back got back into the ball game. Really, since uh, the two touchdowns, it's kind of like you woke up sleeping giant. The Panthers' defense said, hey, we got to come to life, and it's not just a cakewalk, and they've come back and really uh, stifled Mr. Bruce and this Olathe North offense since yeah. that period. Panthers are playing pretty well defensively right now, and, and uh, that's what they need to do. I mean, those coaches, they, they knew what Mr. Bruce was like going into this ball game, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's the real deal, and Unfortunately, he's just a junior, so he may be back next year. A good sign again. You see, leading off the Panthers uh, into the locker room was Tyler Dorsey, and he was looked like he had a pretty good step and was uh, hopping around. So if there's any questions about his uh, groin injury, he seems like he's okay. Well, that, that's as far as I'm concerned, that that is a great thing because uh, uh, Tyler's been quite, a, quite an asset for the Panthers here in the first half. Panthers lead this one 42-13. to 13. This is Panther Football on KDKQ Alive 105. We'll be back. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 in Derby Panther football. Making plans for the special day? Pause Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Pause Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Pause Photography, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. 
Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. Slabbit, how am I going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start? Don't worry, Granny Cletus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. El Paso Animal Hospital has been serving Derby, Wichita, and surrounding areas since 1978, providing a large array of diagnostic, surgical, medical, and boarding services all in one convenient location. Walk-in appointments are accepted for routine care, but for surgery or boarding arrangements, they can be reached at 251-0617. More information can be located on their website, elpasoanimalhospital.com. El Paso Animal Hospital is located at 841 North Buckner Street and is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. There's nothing quite like a cool dip in the pool on a hot summer day in Kansas. Express Water and Hardscapes is your local swimming pool contractor and a proud community sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. They feature custom-designed swimming pools, splash pads, and hardscaping to tie it all together. Express Water and Hardscapes is open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 5, and they can be reached at 393-5740 for construction quotes. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. If you love smooth jazz, you're going to love Sunday nights on Alive 105. Sunday night from 8 to midnight, it's Christian Smooth Jazz, featuring gospel jazz and emerging format, blending elements of gospel, R&B, jazz, smooth jazz, and praise and worship music, creating a contemporary sound that is inspirational, passionate, and musically complex. Join us every Sunday night, 8 to midnight, on Alive 105 for Christian Smooth Jazz. John Michaels and get ready for a special two-hour time travel trip as we take a listen to the biggest Christmas hits from your favorite classic Christian artists. It's the Christian Music Rewind Classic Christmas Special. I've got all the famous carols and traditional favorites as well as modern Christmas originals. Plus, we'll get inside the Christmas music from some top classic artists like Amy Grant, Jackie Velasquez, Avalon, Brian Duncan, and more. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. 
Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads this one at halftime, 42-13. For our kind of our halftime, we're, we're very uh, fortunate to have a young man by the name of Isaac Keener up here. He's He played for Derby last year, won a couple, at least one state championship. Uh, he's now enrolled in playing football at Washburn University here in Topeka. So we're, we're glad to have him up, and we're going to bother him for a few minutes. Yeah, Isaac, it's uh, it's great to have you up here. Uh, you know, last year we were down here watching you play, and uh, this year we're back. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, what it feels like being down on the field and, and watching your former teammates. Uh, it's definitely different from playing on the field, but I get to be on the sidelines helping the D-line with their keys or how to get to a quarterback or how to deal with certain blocks. And it's definitely a different perspective. How, you know, and I know that a couple of weeks ago we had uh, Coach Pontius up here. He talked a little bit about, you know, your career. We obviously know you had a great career here at Derby. And, and he talked about some of the backups, guys like Seth Smith that played behind you and uh, and and how much it means to a guy like Seth to, to have learned playing behind you and where he's at now. Are you helping him when he comes off the field and give, giving him advice as well? Yeah, I'm definitely talking to him and uh, Dan Archer, but more to Seth because I think he plays more like me because more like twitchy, fast type of guy. And so helping him out means a lot to me because I like helping people. And when I know that somebody similar to my play style needs help and I've already been here and I've, I've learned some stuff, I can help him with some tricks. Well, you know, and Seth's kind of special to me. I trained him all winter and tried to get him ready for the season. And we talked a lot about you. You know, we talked about playing with intensity, playing up to your speed. And, you know, Seth's one of those kids that uh, – New coming in that uh, last year that he was playing, you know, that, hey, I'm not probably going to step in and fill that role. So it's good to see that you're still down there working with him now and, and trying to help him. Yeah, he, he's definitely a special kid. He's I think he's definitely improved from last year. Last year he was he was pretty good. He was using his speed a lot. But I think this more, this year is more of speed to power and using – all of his techniques to be successful this year. Well, as, as Doyle said, you've gone off uh, to play at Washburn and, and, you know, talk to us a little bit about how things are going at Washburn and, and how the game changed. Well, it started my uh, freshman year. It started out like my mindset started out being a red shirt because they told me all the coaches told me that they wanted to pressure. And then one of our uh, key D linemen got hurt. So they put me in the fire. They played me the, I think fifth game in, and, uh, it was kind of – it was weird because I'm used to playing football, but waiting five games or four games to play, it was kind of shocking, I guess. But um, during the season, towards the end of the season, I started getting more comfortable, and I think it's going to help me for the next few years. So, well, and one thing I hear from a lot of the guys that, that leave Derby is how well we're coached. And, you know, what did you see, like, when you got there and you saw some of the other freshmen come in, what the difference was – if, you know that you played at Derby, you learned some of the stuff. Did you see a big difference? Uh, yeah. The, being a Derby kid or playing for Derby, it's more of you're used to being disciplined. So, like seeing other freshmen, some of them aren't used to being disciplined. So when a coach gets on them, they roll their eyes or they turn around and talk back or something like that. So what's the, I mean, the the difference in the speed of the game? I mean, you know, you hear people say that all the time. And, you know, at every level you go to, it just changes. And, and how do you feel the speed of the game is there? I think it depends on what position you are. For lineman-wise, it's probably the same amount, like same speed, but the O-line is definitely stronger. It's 
playing against grown men. Uh, but, like, the running backs-wise, they're definitely stronger too, but it's basically just playing the game. Well, and I know uh, – I believe Curtis Witten's at, uh, at, w- yeah. with you there. I mean, so we got a couple of Derby guys there. I mean, how instrumental are you and in maybe maybe pump the coach's ears with, hey, we got some other Derby kids down here that might be a good fit? Yeah, I've, I've been trying to talk to the coaches about Derby and the history of, around Derby and how the players, they're usually successful in college. And I've been trying to get them to look more at Derby. Well, and that that's awesome. You know, again, we appreciate you taking some time this afternoon to come up here. One of our favorite things that, that, that we've kind of coined up here is that once a Panther, always a Panther. And, and seeing you come out here today, and, and as you said, trying to talk to the guys down on the field and participating in things, uh, it shows again that uh, it kind of runs through your veins. Yes, sir. So, again, that uh, we're, we're very fortunate to, to have you come up here to, today and uh, down and uh, keep these kids pumped up for the second half. All right, sure will. Well, that was Isaac Keener, uh, one of a former uh, Derby High School football player, now attending Washburn University and uh, having a pretty successful freshman year. We appreciate him coming up. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's always nice having these youngsters that uh, uh, have went to Derby come in and talk to us at halftime. It, it just kind of gives you a different perspective on what Derby football is all about. And as you could tell, that young man, uh, he uh, appreciated his time at Derby, and uh, I suspect he'll be doing well at Washburn before his career is over. Panthers lead this one 42 to 13 at halftime. We're probably 11 minutes away from the start of the second half, a, a half that uh, uh, Olathe North will start with the football. Again, Panthers lead this one 42 13. This is Panther football on KDKQ. Alive 105. We'll be back. Pizza John's has been serving Derby since 1969, offering build-your-own pizzas, simple pastas, salads, and sandwiches with a laid-back environment. Located at 208 South Baltimore Avenue, and they can be reached at 788-2011 for dine-in or carry-out. Pizza John's, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs. Offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Looking forward to that new movie release? Derby Plaza Theaters, located at 1200 North Nelson Drive, providing seven different screens for your viewing pleasure. Offering matinee and evening view times and their concession menus that can be seen on their website, derbyplazatheaters.com. Derby Plaza Theaters, locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 
over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. D&M Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day, at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. CCM Classic a program that highlights contemporary Christian music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We love playing Christian music from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the new millennium. Thanks for listening to CCM Classics. CCM Classics with Chris Yates, every Sunday night at 7 on Alive 105. If you love smooth jazz, you're going to love Sunday nights on Alive 105. Sunday night from 8 to midnight, it's Christian smooth jazz. Featuring gospel jazz and emerging formats, blending elements of gospel, R&B, jazz, smooth jazz, and praise and worship music, creating a contemporary sound that is inspirational, passionate, and musically complex. Join us every Sunday night, 8 to midnight, on Alive 105 for Christian Smooth Jazz. Take a ride with me, Gator, this weekend as we'll give your speakers another workout with the top 30 radio rockets from a particular year. This time we look back at 1994. Steve Taylor, PFR, Dakota Motor Company, Michael Sweet, the 77s, and others. It's the top rock hits of 1994 this weekend on Streets of Gold. Streets of Gold, Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. <laughs> Well, we're back at uh, Welch Stadium on the campus of Victoria State University. Panthers lead this one at halftime, 42-13. We're probably six minutes away from the start of the second half. Uh, while, while we got a minute, I, I'm just going to kind of let you guys all know who else is playing in the state championship games besides your Panthers. Uh, in 5A, Mill Valley, they're nine and three. They're taking on Wichita Northwest, who are undefeated. Uh, in 4A, Bishop Meage, they're ten and two. They're playing Andover Central, eleven and one. 3A is Perry LeCompton. They're nine and three, and they're place facing a pretty good Andale team at twelve and zero. Two A Nehemiah Central versus Norton. Nehemiah Central ten and two. Norton nine and three. In one A Centralia. They're 11 and 1, and they're playing undefeated Smith Center. Eight man Division One, Canton Galva, they're undefeated, and also undefeated is St. Francis. And in eight man Division Two, Axtell is 11 and 1. They're playing undefeated Osborne. Those are the rest of the games, the rest of the teams playing for championships on this Saturday. Well, and that 5A game that you were talking about, we always have special interest because Coach Appleby's coaching over at Mill Valley. Right now, Mill Valley leads. Northwest Grizzlies, 21-17. That's a halftime score. Well, that's that's a very interesting score. You you uh, 
you know, Northwest has been able to score a lot of points around here, but uh, Coach Appleby is a defensive guru, and if anybody can slow him down, it'll be Coach Appleby. Well, let's go ahead and get into our halftime stats for today's ball game. Uh, for Derby in the rushing department, 25 touches, 272 yards. For Olathe North, 24 touches, 114 yards. The, the, the big story probably for the Panthers is passing 115 yards. Olathe North, just 70 yards. Total offensive plays, uh, Derby 32 for 387 yards. Very close for uh, Olathe North as far as uh, touches, 33 touches for 180. For some. That's a big difference. Penalty yards, Olathe North played this ball game very clean. No penalty yards. Panthers have been penalized three times for 20 yards. Time of possession in favor of Olathe North, 13-21 to 10-39 for the Panthers. So it tells you that, uh, you know, kind of where we're sitting in this ball game. individual rushing. Lim Wash having a big day so far. 14 touches, 164 yards, and four touchdowns. Trey Washington, 10 touches, 105 yards, and one touchdown. And Grant Adler, one touch for three yards. So you can just see the yards that are getting piled up by the Panthers. Yeah, we've got two of those guys that are averaging over 10 yards a carry. And, uh, you know, that's 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 absolutely fantastic for those, to put those kinds of numbers up in a state championship game. And Lim Wash, as we said, started loosening up this defense for Latham North when he started throwing the football. Five for seven, 115 yards and one touchdown. On the receiving end, Jacob Carsack's got two catches for 35. Trey Washington has two for minus one. And Reed listed one catch for 81 yards and a touchdown. Grant Adler, two, two passes for, or excuse me, Grant Adler, two punts, for 74 yards, averaging 37 a punt. Really, that's where we've seen Grant this afternoon has uh, been punting because he only played one series on offense. Yeah, the Panthers have some pretty good numbers, and, uh, you know, uh, they're still probably three minutes away from the start of the second half. They're getting into the obligatory uh, warm-up period, but, you know, you got you got Olathe North that's doing pretty good against a, a Panther defense. Well, and, and, you, and you are Arlen Bruce. He's kind of all Mr. World for Olathe North. He's got 23 touches for 67 yards. So, you know, if you're the Panther defense, you got to look at that and say, hey, I, I'm doing a pretty good job against this guy. He's averaging 2.8 yards per carry. Well, so you can't complain too much about that. No, that is that is probably that. I cannot imagine that young man being handled like that uh, in any other game this year. He is, uh, again, we watched a lot of a lot of video on that young man, and he's he's a heck of a runner. Now, Caleb Nelson has shown the ability to throw the football. He's four for nine for 70 yards and mixed the ball up well. Dale Stout's got two catches for 22. Mario Sanchez, one for 28. Sylvester Union, one for 20. Again, 387 total yards of offense for the Panthers in the first half, 184 for Olathe North. And the stat we always like to hear at halftime, Panthers leading this ballgame 42 to 13. Oh, yeah, that, that's the one we're real interested in. Again, like, like you said earlier, before the half, we got up 21 0. Then Olathe scored twice and made it 21 13. And then we've outscored them now 21 0 again. But again, Alatha will be taking the football to start the second half, and the wind isn't. The winds changed direction some. It looks like it's blowing straight out of the west now, but it still hasn't slowed down any. I'm I'm guessing it's 20 to 25. Well, you're exactly right. The winds picked up some. I understand not nearly as strong as it is back in the Derby area, but uh, you know it's picked up. And, 
And Doyle, you know, I'm looking at some of the tackles here since we have some time. And, you know, it tells you how well this defensive front three are playing because they're leaving uh, – they're, they're tying guys up and leaving these linebackers open. Jared Knoll has ten tackles in the wow. first half. Jack Hallman has eight. Colson Searing, five. And Tyler Dorsey, the nose, four. But you got three linebackers with that many tackles. It tells you that those front three are tying up some guys and allowing them to come in and do their job. Yeah, they're tying up the front five for Olathe North. There's no doubt about that. I, I agree. If we, we've got that many linebackers, just one double digits, two with eight, that's outstanding play by our front three. Well, if you're if you're Jared Knoll, I mean, let's let's again call it what it is. Jared kind of is the unsung linebacker on this core. And, you know, the guys they're probably worrying the most about is Jack Heilman and, and uh, Colson Searing and and uh, and Luke. I mean, those are the guys that they're worried about. You got to you got to hats off to uh, Jared Knoll to come in and do his job. He's done a pretty good job all season long. But, uh, you know, when it's time to step up, Jared's doing a good job for us. No doubt about that. We like that. And, and uh, he's uh, he's had a good season. There's no, no doubt about it. He's a senior. He's the only senior in that linebacking crew, and, and he stepped up today in a game that uh, is the most important to Derby for well, the whole season. And, you know, it's interesting here in the Isaac up here, and Isaac was down on the sidelines with the guys. It was a pleasure talking to him, but you know, he's, he's down there talking to some of the kids when they come off the field and saying, hey, man, you know, this is what, what you need, need to be working on. And, and he said the emotions got much higher when Olathe and Moore started crawling back in the game. It was like you can see the team all of a sudden go into overdrive. Well, yeah, and, and you know, they might have you – know, they're kids. And they get up 21 nothing relatively easy, and they might have went, uh-oh, here we go again, you know. And uh, Olathe came back on it. might have been the best thing that could happen to them. Well, we'll definitely see how this second half uh, – unfolds because you know there was a lot of adjustments made in there at halftime and, and let's just hope the defense keeps playing like they did those last couple series Panthers will kick off to start the second half Simmons is kicking off back deep again is uh looks like Parrish and Union it's going to come down to one of the short receivers he's going to get out to the 25 put the ball on the ground but i think the official and it's a right call official said the ball was down and it was dale stout on the return it's out to about the 34 yard line now Kuzer brought him down and just as he hit the grounds when the ball came loose and i'm with you it was a good call a couple other quick uh, scores we gave you mill valley 21 which on northwest 17 bishop miege all over andover central 49 to nothing andale 14 perry lecompton zero so those are a couple of our other local games close to us. First and 10, Olathe North trailing 42-13 to start this third quarter. They give it to Bruce. He gets to the outside, finds a crease, gets to the sidelines, finally taken down after about an 11-yard gain. Panther just didn't set the edge. No, they didn't. They, they let him bounce it. That's what you don't want to see is a guy like Bruce be able to bounce to the outside. Uh, he picked up uh, good yardage on first down. Picked up 11 out to the 45, and that's exactly what he did. He bounced that, bounced the run out to the outside. Back to pass. Just a quick pass. Red. Oh, oh nearly reckon, picked off by Kuzer. Reckon Kuzer read that pass play perfectly, stepped in front of it, and it bounced in and out of his hands. If he doesn't drop it, he's got six on the board, but just a nice, nice read by Brecken Kuzer. Well, the quarterback 
I mean, he read it because the quarterback looked at the receiver the whole time. Well, he had two guys out there in the flats. Cooser just baited him. He sat back and waited. <laughs> Good play, Brackett. It's like Bruce is going to get the ball. Yep. Quarterback pulled it out. Looked like he had the ball, and the quarterback pulled it out at the last second, picked up six or seven. Nice, yeah, nice play. And what you're seeing is Olathe North using Bruce as a decoy. They've done that now on a reverse. They've done it a couple times. That time, uh, you know, the keeper was uh, by Nelson and uh, picked up good yardage. Unless, unless this is a pass play, Bruce will see the football. Third and three. At least that's what history tells us. 10.50 to go. Panthers lead 42-13. Bruce to the outside. Now, Panthers did a good job. It's going to be close to the first down. I think he's short. It's going to be Pan short. Panthers did a good job of stringing that play out. He picked up a couple on the play, but it's still going to be a uh, yard short. They're, they're going to go for it, I'm sure. Yeah, you're yard short. You're across midfield. You trail 42-13. Probably not a bad decision. You give it to Bruce. He's going to get it. Nice hit by Jared Knoll, but he's still got the first down. And again, I think that's a good call by Latham North in that situation. That uh, you know, it's not like yeah. I think it's a different situation if you're down seven, but uh, being trailing 42-13, you got to start taking some gambles. Nice hit by Jared Knoll. Again, Bruce. Panthers, he gets to the outside. We don't. Our outside guys aren't setting the edge. He picks up ten. Yeah, we got to get our corner hit. And I mean, you got to you got to put a shoulder down and make the tackle. And unfortunately, he allows Bruce to pick up another ten. Well, I mean, he, he bounced immediately to the outside. I mean, they had him stuffed where the play was designed. He bounces to the outside. We have nobody outside. First and ten. Back to pass. Over the head of the intended receiver, looked like Mario Sanchez. So it's going to be second down and 10 from the 31 of the Panthers. And Olathe North finds themselves in that predicament again, a trail and big in a ball game. You got you to gotta strike quick. You got to get points on the board. You can't really afford to let Bruce get six, seven yards at a whack. You got to get, get, uh, get this thing back into uh, to a ball game. Tyler Allen came in for Seth Smith. Again, Bruce. Now just a quick pass. And you're right. They just may be setting the Panther defense with fakes to Bruce because the last couple of plays have just been a fake and a quick pass. It's now third down. That picked up seven. Yeah, not a, not a bad guy to uh, use as a decoy. Clock moving, Panthers lead 42-13. There's 9.15 to go in the third quarter. And again, it's third down and about three. They have to get to the Panther 21-yard line. Again, Bruce, he cuts back against the grain to the left side. This time, the Panthers, I uh, believe he got very little gain. Now, Panthers have really, as we said, that first half, we did a good job keeping him to uh, an average of 2.8 yards per carry. Well, it's now fourth down and three. Deep in Panther territory at the 24. They have to get to the 21 for a first down. Bruce is still probably uh, not a bad option to have his hands on the football. You go to your go-to when, when the going gets tough. 
8.20, back to pass. Over the head of the intended receiver, so the Panthers are going to take over. Well, they had they had a receiver open slightly, but the ball was just way overthrown. So uh, the North comes up with, with nothing on that drive. That was a good thing for the Panthers. Now they're going to have it on their own 24, pretty good field position. They lead 42-13, their first possession of the second half. And uh, there's 8.21 left. And if, if you're late the North, you can ill afford to, to give up points to Derby here. Grant Adler's in the ball game. The senior. He's back in the backfield with Trey Washington. Washington splits out wide to the near side. Now he goes in motion. And on oh, reverse. reverse. Reed Liston, 30. 35, 36-yard line. Panthers, we kind of wondered. We hadn't seen a whole lot of trickery out of Derby this year. No need to, really. And Grant Adler comes in the ball game. You see Trey go in motion, and you wonder, hey, are are they going to do something here uh, with a pass with Adler? Instead, it gets flipped back to Reed Liston on the reverse. First and 10 Panthers all the way out to the 36-yard line. Again, Karsak. Shows some motion. They give it off to Trey. He kind of runs east and west, and they shut him down for a, a yard or two loss. Yeah, they uh, they kind of read that play coming, and as, the, as Trey came back to the right side, it looked like the whole Olathe North defense shifted with him. It's going to be second down and 12 for the Panthers. 7.30 left in the third. They lead 42-13. Adler's the quarterback. Washington is in the backfield with Grant. Motion, Karzak to the near side. Ah. Statue of Liberty, Trey Washington, big hole, 40, 35, 30. It's going to get knocked down at about the 20-yard line of Olathe North. Well, we haven't seen that for a while. And I tell you, when Grant Adler comes into the ball game, I, I think they start thinking, hey, his ankle's bad. He's probably not going to run, but he's a heck of a passer. Adler just does the Statue of Liberty, hands it behind his back, and Trey Washington finds huge running lanes. All 19-yard line is going to be first and 10 Panthers from there. Yeah, the only question was if Olathe North had the angle to catch him. Back to pass, Adler. Going to man in the flat, Jacob Karsak. 10. Kind of got run out of bounds at about the 8, maybe the 9-yard line. As we said, Adler's, a, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he started as, as a sophomore and got hurt. And then he got hurt last year. He got hurt this year. Fortunately, this year, he just missed four or five games. But high angle ankle sprain and uh you know it's good to see him in the state championship game now first and goal for the panthers on the eight yard line take the reverse washington keeps it and he gets baby back to the line of scrimmage yeah late the north did a great job of stringing that play out it didn't fool anybody but uh, you know watching grant down there you know he, he's a warrior he's a heck of a quarterback a heck of an athlete and uh, I just don't know that he's got the uh, ankle strength still underneath him to do the things that make Grant Adler really awesome. We're, we're going to see him run the ball on this possession. Second goal from the eight. Again, Adler on a keeper in for the score. Well, and they bid again on Trey Washington. Grant Adler is able to just dance into the end zone. Great, uh, great run. Great uh, play for Mr. Adler. 
he goes down in his big center. Uh, Kevin Washington picks him up in the air. And, you know, these guys go way back uh, of playing together. A lot of these kids that are starting for the Panthers this year have played together for a lot of years. Simmons on to attempt the extra point. It's now 48-13. Good snap, good hold, and the kick is good. So it's now 49-13 with 6.07 to go in the third. Panthers uh, uh, got the ball back on a fourth down play by Olathe North and took it right down the field to score and lead 49-13. Well, and those are the kind of plays that just kind of break your back if you're the opponent. You go in at half and make a couple of adjustments. You start moving the ball against your opponent, and they finally shut you down, and then you, you, you look up, and they're back in, the, in your end zone. Panthers will be kicking off again. Kicking off will be Simmons. This is a, a great crowd here. The Derby stands are just packed. You, you look down in the south end zone, there's green all over there, and you look on the, on the visitor side. So Panthers have really brought the, the community sport here to uh, Emporia. Panthers have brought a lot of people to this, to this football game. They have filled up the far side. And like you said, there's a lot of green in the north end on the bleachers. High end over end. Comes down to Union at about the 10, and he gets back to about the 24-yard line. That's where Olathe North will have it to start this possession. They trail 49-13. Now driven out of bounds by Brecken Cooser. Cooser's having a good ball game for his senior last uh, football game uh, as a Panther. I, I see some seniors out there, and I'm sure they're going to want to stay in for the. They're going to want to stay in for the whole game. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's one of those hard moments for uh, these seniors. First and 10 from the 24. They trail 49-13. Give it to Bruce. He gets tripped up and knocked down after about a yard gain. It looked like Dorsey, and it was Dorsey. On now the Dorsey's getting up slow if he's getting up. <laughs> and Dorsey's played like a warrior all day. It's... Uh, 5.51 left in the third quarter, and this time he's not getting up. Well, he, he's, he's kind of nursing a uh, growing injury, and, and the way he tackled him there, that might have that might have stretched that growing out a little bit more than they wanted it to. So he's he's down, and hopefully he'll be up and ready to go because you and I both know Dorsey wants to be out on the field with his teammates playing this football game. Yeah, he, he looked like they were even rubbing down lower, but he's going to get to his feet. So I know if there's any way, Tyler Dorsey will try and get back in the game. Well, he'll sneak in if he has to. <laughs> if he can get back in, he'll be back. Coach, is, Coach Clark's talking to him a little bit. And uh, he's walking a little bit gingerly, but, you know, I I won't be surprised to see him. It won't surprise me to see him back in the ballgame. Well, you know, Seth Smith came out earlier, and I haven't seen Seth uh, – back in the ball game either and uh that's two defensive linemen that uh have been kind of the anchor of our defense isaac sweat is in the game now pass to the outside it's going to be close to a first down i i think they're going to give him enough for a first down well adele clemens came up pretty quickly to make the tackle 
Yeah, Isaac's a junior, six foot two twenty five. He's replacing uh, Isaac or uh, Isaac. He's replacing Dorsey, and it looks like Tyler Allen's replacing Smith. So I just saw Smith come back. He was over by the trainer's table, and he's back up by coach. So probably saying, "Hey, put me back in. I'll try." Bruce. Panthers stop him for maybe a yard gain. He didn't comes, get to the outside. They set the edge very well that time. And here comes Seth Smith, Smith back in the ball game. So, yeah, our front three were battered up last week and uh, have come in and played a pretty good ball game. And uh, Tyler Dorsey's the last one to go out. We'll hope hope that he can get back again. They moved Archer to the nose. Allen and Smith are on the ends. Passes up. And it's going to be over the head of the intended receiver, Mario Sanchez. So it's going to be third down and about nine from the 33, 34 yard line. Gooser had good coverage on the play, but the ball was overthrown again by uh, three or four yards. Well, that, you know, that may be part of the part of the problem thrown into the wind. You put just a little bit too much on it so you can be sure and get it there. Then you end up over – this guy's overthrown two or three balls today into the win. Well, what you've done, in, in essence, really is taken Bruce. I mean, he's a great athlete, but it's down 49-13. You guys, as we said, you got to get points on the board quickly. Back to pass, little screen, and it's mishandled out in the flat, so it's going to be fourth down and nine. And as much as you hate to say, hey, we got to punt from this part of the field, you about have to punt. It's going to be 444 left. Panthers are going to get the ball back in the third quarter, already leading 49-13. Panthers have just sent one guy back again all all night, all day long. They've kind of respected uh, the late the North punt team. It's going to hit and bounce. It's going to take a north bounce for a couple of yards. It's finally downed at about the, uh, looks like, 36-yard line. That's where the Panthers are going to have it to start this possession. They lead big, Kevin, 49-13. Well, and if you're if you're late the north, you look up and you, you you've seen a big dose of uh, Lem Wash at quarterback, and you bring Grant Adler in, and you're you're like, man, when does this stop? Uh, you just got too many good athletes. Well, Grant Adler is at quarterback. Trey Washington is Washington is in the backfield with him. Back to pass. Got a man open. Reed Liston. Going to pick up five or six on first down. Now, Reed's had a good ball game. He's caught a lot of passes here today for the Panthers. Second down, and it looks like three. So seven was the gain on first down. And I don't think, you know, you start game one, I don't think there was ever any questions about the Panther offense and how they could perform. And they've shown that all season long, that they've just got a ton of weapons. Adler rolling to the near side. Now he pulls it down, takes off with it, gets a first down inside of North Territory at about the 47-yard line. Now Grant's ankle didn't seem too bad on that as he was able to cut back in. He'd done a good job rolling to the near side. Then he, as soon as he rolled to the near side, hey, he here's Here's back. what we've been waiting for. We got Lem Wash and Trey Washington in the backfield with Grant Adler. Pitch to Wash. Gets to the outside, 40, first down inside the 35 to about the 34. So that's what we've been waiting to see. Now, Kavion Walker threw a clutch block out there on that play that uh, sprung Wash for the nice run. Yeah, these two guys in the backfield, uh, it makes it pretty lethal because, you know, 
They can both run, and then you got Lemon that can throw the football out of that position. They give it to Wash, and now he pitches it to Washington, and that that didn't fool <laughs> that didn't fool Olathe North. No, and it was kind of a it wasn't a, the greatest pitch in the world, but just shows uh, how dangerous this uh, backfield can be when you got those two guys back there. Yeah, they go back to their normal set. Wash comes off. Back in the game is Larson. Kavion is in the slot on the far side. Larson will be the wide out to the near side. Karzak is the Karzak is the tight end. Now they shift, Panthers. Five wideouts. Back to pass. Grant Adler. Now he pulls it down. Got Reed listening. What a catch. Still on his feet. Down close to the five-yard, ten-yard line. Hey, you just got to smile. I mean, I'll tell you what. Grant Adler dodged a couple guys after having pretty good a pretty good uh, blocking and looks downfield, just throws a rope to Reed Liston, who, who picks up good yardage. I mean, if you're again, if you watch these guys on film, you got to go, where does this offense stop at? Wash, Lim, and Trey in the backfield with Grant Adler. They give it on a pitch to Washington. Touchdown, Panthers. <laughs> you know, I think they came back. Lim probably went over to the sidelines and said, hey, I got to make amends for that last pitch. And they ran that one to perfection. And he, he just made the nice pitch. And uh, Washington's able to prance into the end zone. Yeah, it's now 55 to 13 with 234 left. And you kind of wonder when the coach will call. Well, I, he might leave his defense in one more series. Well, and, and it, it, this situation is just different. I mean, you know, you're in the state championship game. It's the best of the best, and you, you got to let these seniors, you want them to, to be able to play. I, I agree 100%. Simmons, again, right down Broadway, now 56-13 to 13 with 234 left. Panthers have, have uh, outscored Olathe North 35-0 since they climbed into the game at 21-13. Well, and I think the whole atmosphere changed when it when it got to twenty one thirteen. You and I, I mean, coaches are beside us. Everyone's face. It was like, okay, settle in. We got it. We got to get locked into this ball game. And as I said, I think sometimes you you poke that sleeping giant a little bit too much, and uh, and it woke up. So far, the Panthers have, uh, except for a couple of series, Panthers have played very well. And uh, Olathe North, they're they're still hanging in there. I mean, they're not giving up. Their heads aren't down. They didn't. You know, they didn't get here because they, you know, they didn't get here for no reason. They got here because they played hard. And they've got a good program. Kicking off would be Simmons. Again, back deep is Union and Parrish. Panthers lead 56-13. Nice high end over end. It's going to come down and just goes out of bounds. That was just that was one of uh, Sims's better kicks today, and we got a a tough break when it bounced straight to the right. Well, and, and it was it was a good deep kick, and I think it just caught the wind, and the wind forced it out of bounds. You look over at the flag; it is blowing pretty brisk that direction, and that's the direction the ball went, and that's the direction it bounced. So that was just a bad break. That was a good kick, however, by Sims. Nice deep is hit in on about the two yard line. So that was a nice deep kick, and the wind is coming not from behind anymore; it's coming from the side. 
Again, we have Nelson and Bruce in the backfield for Olathe North. They give it to on a keeper, Stout, or Nelson, excuse me, and he gets nowhere. Panthers stuffed that for no gain. Yeah, and good to see Tyler Dorsey back in the ball game. He's back in his his uh, nose position, and uh, great to see. I said Tyler would have to be – they'd have to, to tie him up to keep him out of the ball game. Well, they'd have to take his helmet away from him. But he's back in, and I'm with you, Kevin. I'm, I'm glad to see him back in the ball game. He's had a heck of a career at Derby High School. Bruce on a keeper finds a bit of a lane. Picks up 10 or 11 on second down. Now Tanner Knox, luckily, is able to corral him around his ankles, or Bruce picks up much bigger yardage uh, for Olathe. He lost his towel. One of the Panthers picked it up and threw it to Coach. Coach <laughs> threw it back to Bruce. First and 10 from the 46. Panthers lead 56-13. Over the top. Caught Ginyard on the defensive side of it, but it was a nice patch to Mario Sanchez deep in Panther territory. Now that's what you got to do. You're going to have to throw the ball. You got to get quick scores up on the board. Pretty good coverage by Ginyard. It was good coverage, but that was just a good thrown ball and a good route run by Sanchez. First and 10 from the 28. Again, Panthers lead this one big, 56-13. Back to pass goes Nelson, looking downfield. Now he can't find anybody. Then he finds a, a man short, but I don't know that it was it's nah, being it was incomplete. And, and a good call. The, the, the judge on this side saw it hit the ground, and the other guy from the other side couldn't see it. He waited and waited for the line judge on the uh, late north side to come in and tell him, nah, it hit the ground. The wind seems to continue to pick up here. You're starting to see some debris blowing across the field. Second and 10. Again, they give it to Bruce. He cuts up the middle, fights hard, picks up three or four. He was hitting for no gain, and he kept fighting, picked up three or four. And, and again, it's good to see Seth Smith back in the ball game. Those front three have fought hard all year. Our starters are still playing, and, you know, usually you and I are both saying, hey, let's get these guys out. This is last game. Most of these kids, probably the last time they'll play football that are seniors. Yeah, this this is a different, like you said earlier, this is a different situation than a regular season game or something. This is this is the last game of the year. And Whoa. Bruce, the Panthers stuff him for about a one or a two-yard loss. Well, Daniel Archer and, and uh, Jack Heilman both met him uh, quickly on the play and just shut Bruce down. It's fourth down now at about eight. You got to go for it. I mean, they have no other choice. There's 56 to 13 is the score. They're going to let the clock run out to end the third quarter. So that's going to end the third quarter. Panthers are going to lead big 56 to 13. This is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9. We'll be back. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. 
Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Well, we're back in Emporia Pump Stadium on the campus of Emporia State University. Panthers lead this one big, 56-13. Our situation to start the fourth quarter, it's fourth down and eight for Olathe North. And, and again, Kevin, they have to go for it. They have to put points up. Now, at this point, you got to you got to put a ton of points up and have a ton of miracles. I'm afraid you're right. Bruce and Nelson in the backfield. Nelson back to pass, got a little bit of pressure on him and just threw it up in the air. It was intended for Bruce. Panthers put a lot of pressure on him, so he had to get rid of it sooner than he wanted to. So it's going to go over to the Panthers, first down and 10 yards to go. Well, there's those two guys, Seth Smith and Tyler Dorsey, both teamed up on him, and uh, he just got rid of the football. That's all he could do is he just threw it up, no man's land, and uh, Panthers uh, have the football back in their hands. What what would be nice is just be a nice little drive that takes up four or five minutes, maybe six. But we've still got David Sims is in the game. He hasn't been healthy for about four or five weeks. at least that long. He's in in the ball game now. Nice to see David. They give it to Washington. Gets to the outside. And he's going to lose a yard or two. He's doing too much east and west, and uh, Olathe North really defended that play well. Uh, how about after three quarters? Lim Wash, 177 yards. Trey Washington, 155 yards. And Adler, 20. I mean, that's just after the third quarter. Derby has racked up 527 yards of offense in three quarters of football. Wow. that That is unbelievable. Washington and Adler are in the backfield. Adler got a man open. Karzak wide open. There's going to be a penalty on the Panthers, however. Yeah, he gets shame. all the way down to the third, I think, 30. I think it's going to be a hold on the Panthers. Well, that was just guess. a nice play call by the Panthers. Adler acted like he was going to run, step back one step, and found uh, Jacob Karzak downfield. But the flag came out immediately at our lineman's feet. And, those guys didn't move. They just watched the play progress. They they got caught with one. Yeah, it's going to move it another 10 yards back, so that's going to make it second down and probably 22 for the Panthers. And, again, that, that play got all the way down to the 30-yard line, very well conceived, and uh, Karzak was wide open. And, and, and remember, that pass was against the wind. Yeah, Adler, Adler's got a cannon for an arm. So it's third, second long for Derby. Clock will still be moving. It's 11.25 to go. Panthers lead 56-13. to 13. We're in the fourth quarter. Back to pass goes Adler. Got a lot of time. Throws it up for Washington. Caught. 40, 35, 30. Knocked out of bounds, <laughs> short of the 20-yard line. And the best sign, no flags on the field, and that was just a bomb 
from Grand Adler out to Trey Washington just couldn't be thrown any better and into a win. Panthers get all the way down to the 22-yard line, and it looks like we may be calling off the dogs because Reed Liston's going to come in at, at quarterback. Uh, maybe I should call him Swiss Army Knife. He's coming in at quarterback, it looks like. Well, Dylan Edwards looks like he's coming in at, at running back. Well, another update, we still have that Mill Valley score 24-17 to 17 over Wichita Northwest. That's in the third quarter. Into the third quarter? In in the third quarter. Oh, wow. That, that's Again, you, you got to – Coach Appleby's, a, a, again, a defensive guru, and uh, – He's going to put a package together that slows that 80-point scoring team down. And I, I think that's what uh, Olathe North wishes they could have done here against the Panthers today because it's just been an offensive uh, attack by the uh, Panthers uh, on the ground, in the air. It's uh, been all derby. It's wholesale changes for the Panthers now. They're down inside the 25. Reed Liston is your quarterback. And the tailback back there is Edwards. A little bit of a high snap. They give it to Edwards. He's loses a yard, maybe maybe two on first down. Second down, he lost a yard. Second down and eleven. You know, Derby's Derby's been to state a lot of times, a lot of times here recently. But Doyle, I guarantee you, we've never gotten into a ball game that. Starting in the fourth quarter, you'd pulled out all your starters. You're absolutely correct. Again, a high snap. They pitch it back to Edwards. Gets to the outside. Next He's comes out miss. Ten, five, touchdown, <laughs> Edwards. Dylan Edwards made a couple of guys miss, ducked underneath them, and then found the sideline as his friend and just scored this freshman running back for the Panthers. Puts points up in the state championship game. 10-27 left. It is now 62-13. to 13. Panthers are just bugging the young man over on the sideline. He made the first guy miss, and that's all she wrote, because that young man goes from zero to 60 in about two seconds. And what you got to like, the guys that are mugging him down there is Trey Washington and and, 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 and the starting backs. I mean, that's what's so awesome about it. Extra point attempt by the Panthers. Good snap. No, oh, I think we just... Kind of, it got blocked, but they still say it was good. Yeah, he snuck it over. It was, it was just barely snuck over, but fortunately, it was. <laughs> well, I got an update on that uh, Northwest game. Now it looks like Mill Valley thirty-one, Wichita Northwest thirty-one. Oh my goodness, that's going to be a game that may see overtime. Panthers lead this one sixty-three to thirteen, and my goodness, I these kids are. This is unbelievable, and I, I agree with you. We've, we've been here, what, six out of the last seven years, something like that, and we've never had our non-starters in with over 10 minutes to go in the ball game. But, you know, you you got to like Coach Clark. He's get, given his youngsters some state game experience. Oh, it's a big deal. Big it's, deal. It's a big deal. Well, and, and again. You know, the, the, the shout-out around the state of Kansas, I mean, I think everyone knew Derby Derby was for real, but you start getting into the state playoffs and you're starting to hang 60 points on, on semifinal teams and in the state championship, I think there's got to be a lot of heads turned and a lot of people saying this has got to be one of the strongest teams in, in the last seven, eight years the state of Kansas has ever seen. 
Well, yeah, Olathe North has a fine tradition. They oh, have absolutely. a fine. They have a fine uh, program up there, and uh, Panthers are just too much for them today. High end over end. It's coming down to Union. No, it's Parrish at about the 18. He gets a big hole. 50. He's knocked out of bounds by Simmons at the 45-yard line. Yeah, Simmons, you, you got to love it. Simmons is our sophomore soccer player that uh, this first year he's ever played football, and he gets in the mix there, does his job, and runs the guy out of bounds. He, does, he, he, he did what he was supposed to do in that situation. I see the Panthers have a few of their starting uh, defensive guys still in, and uh, they've got a, you know, well, actually, it looks like the majority of their defense is back in. The majority is back in the ball game. They lead 63 to 13. They give it to Bruce. He picks up, I don't know, four or five on first down, depending on the spot. It doesn't, just from that play call right there, it doesn't look like uh, Olathe North's going to do too much fancy stuff. Uh, you know, you, you got to look at it as what it is, too. And you look up at the scoreboard, you got 10 minutes left, and you trail 63 to 13. Uh, not a whole lot of fancy stuff you can do to score that quick. 9.50 left. 63-13, Panthers. Bruce, on a direct snap, gets to the outside, gets hit hard by Kuzer after he picked up two, maybe three. Well, what you what you love about Brecken Kuzer is he's a senior and he's having one of his better games uh, this week. And you know Brecken isn't afraid to go out there and hit somebody at a. And I know we got him listed at uh, 170 pounds, and I don't think Brecken goes 170. Not even with his pads on. But I'll, I'll tell you, the kid plays like he's 195. He does that. He does that. Again. Bruce, he's going to be just short of the first down. By a Ball's on the ground. Derby has it. have it. I thought, I thought I looked down and thought that the kids were starting to celebrate, and the ball ends up in their hands. Now we got another Panther getting up. Luke Stewart getting up hobbled. Hopefully he's all right. Hopefully it's nothing. It looks like an ankle, but uh, he's getting help off the field by a Noel and Searing. But wow, if you're late the north, you just got to look up and go, man, you know, the, what just happened? Yeah, what happened? What What's happened here today? And, you know, we woke up on the wrong side of the bed and it's just gotten worse. Well, they're still going. I mean, they're not, <clears throat> they haven't given up, that's for sure. Yeah, Panther offense is bad. We saw it in the last series when they scored. It's a, it's a whole uh, JV offense, lineman, running back, quarterback. These are all backups. Well, Liston's uh a starter, but he's not uh, a typical quarterback. But he can play. <laughs> Without question. First 10 Panthers, they lead 63-13. to 13. High snap. Ball's on the ground, I think. We'll see if Derby might have been fortunate enough to fall on it. I think Liston finally got back on it. It was a high snap, and then he tried to hand it off to, uh, to Dylan, but it, uh, <laughs> Derby's very fortunate to get the ball back. Well, it, it the, the the new center. I don't know who he is, but he's been snapping the ball a little bit high and reads six foot or better. And uh, you know he, he's had a had a little bit of a high snap issue, but he'll get that worked out. I'm sure. 
second long Panthers. Liston straight up the middle. <laughs> He's going to midfield first down 40. Finally goes out of bounds at about the 38 yard line. Does Reed Liston. Yeah, I, I know you probably heard me chuckle because Reed made one cut. And it was obvious he was going to pick up big yardage and get the ball into Olathe North Territory. As we said Reed Liston's uh, he's just an incredible athlete. First and 10 from the 38-yard line of Olathe North. They trail Olathe North 63-13. Panthers have had their way all day long. Again, Reed makes a couple guys miss, gets down inside the 30, close to the first down. We'll see where the spot is. Again, Panthers lead this with 63-13. Now, keep in mind, Liston, through three quarters, had three catches for 118 yards and a touchdown as well. So Mr. Liston, after that last carry, he's got to be getting close to uh, 200 all-purpose yards. Panthers have just thrown up some huge numbers against Olathe North. Second down and about a yard for the Panthers. They're on the 28-yard 20, line. They give it to, on a fake reverse, they give it to Edwards, and he gets stopped for about a three- or a four-yard loss. Uh, Good, good job by Olathe. But if you're wondering, the uh, state championship games, as we've talked about before, it doesn't matter what the score is. You don't go to a running clock. These games, you know, it could be 80 points, and they leave. That's the only time in Keisha that they uh, make the clock uh, continue as it is. There's seven minutes left. Panthers lead 63-13. Third and five, there's a penalty marker. It's going to be a false start on the Panthers, so it's going to be now third and ten. Well, and the wind, you know, I just looked up. The wind just continues to pick up and gust. We just saw a bunch of stuff blow over on the Derby sideline. And uh, I guess we've been fortunate because, you know, it's been gusty here, but it uh, we haven't seen the 65-mile-an-hour gusts yet. Well, we're, we're pretty lucky. We're sitting in a warm <laughs> press box, but we did bring jackets for the trip outside. Third and 10, Panthers. They lead 63-13. Reed Liston caught. It's going to be a couple yards short. Caught by Jameer Clemens. It's going to be fourth down, Panthers. This is another one of those guys that uh, has a good arm. He's a baseball player, pitches a little bit for the Panthers. They're looking to the sideline, taking as much of that play clock as they can. It's down to be below six minutes when this play is underway. They lead 63-13. And Reed Liston keeps it. He kind of slips. He slips as he makes his cut. And uh, the ball's going to go over on downs to Olathe North. And I think you're going to see the wholesale changes on the defense now, too. No, you don't. You still see. Well, you, you're you're seeing some changes, without a doubt. I see who the, who's still in the ball game is Tyler Dorsey. Yeah, I think they're pretty much everybody else's as uh, our number twos. And you're right, Tyler Dorsey. He's kind of holding down the holding down the fort in the middle. That's his that's his place. Uh, Five twenty-one left in the ball game. Uh, Mill Valley now leads thirty-seven thirty-one over Wichita Northwest. 
They give it to, to Bruce, and now we've got a pass, reverse pass. The guy's wide open. He's going to score. Mario Sanchez. Well, that, that's the difference between uh, ones and twos. I mean, you know, those guys uh, weren't prepared for anything like that. We uh, still won't uh, make Coach uh, Coach Wietrich any happier, but, uh, you know, you expect that. A, a little bit of a trick play against uh, the reserves and uh, Lathan North's on the board again. Yeah, they pitched it to Sarver, who is a backup quarterback, and he's the one that threw the ball to a wide open Mario Sanchez. So they have scored for the first time since about the middle of the second quarter. It's now 63 to 19 with the extra point to follow. And it oh hits, no good. It hits the crossbar and falls no good. So the score remains 63 to 19. 541 left in the ball game. Panthers are ahead comfortably and they're going to get the ball back pretty quick. Now, Mill Valley's missed a couple of those, Doyle. We we look back at our kicker, Simmons, and I believe uh, he, he missed his first extra point of the season down in Garden City and then had one other that was kind of a bad snap. Short of that, the kid has been spot on. And, and let's let's call it what it is, kids kicked a ton of extra points. I, I think coming into this game, he was like 75 out of 77. And, uh, you know, and he's hit every one of them today. And uh, that's another, what, nine? So... Young man's got he's got the right attitude and he can certainly kick the ball right down Broadway. Uh, you look at another one of the stats. You know, I think coming into today's ball game, Derby only punted seven times on the season. I mean, just unheard of. I think we punted punted once today. Twice. Panthers are going to win this one. They're going to ha- have another year of back to back state championships. This will be their sixth in history. This is their eleventh. High end over end. Going to be taken by Ginyard at about the 5. He's out to the 10, 15. Kind of stumbles forward and gets out to about the 20. That could have been a big return, but uh, the guy just got him by the ankle. Well, Ginyard caught the ball at about the 1 and drove him back into the end zone. and He he looked like he was going to pick up big yardage. He just slipped up a little bit. Uh, The Panthers uh, will start this drive on their own 19. Good field position. Not great, but but good field position. This is Derby's 11. I think we got Colby Hamlet in the ballgame now, quarterback. I can't make a number out, but that's usually who Coach Clark goes to. They give it, oh, to Edwards. He gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Excuse me, I called him Colby. It's Conley Hamlet. Conley's just a uh, sophomore, 5'10", 160-pounder. Edwards is a he, – he is a freshman. So we've got a pretty young backfield in there. I got another report that uh, Northwest game. Uh, Northwest has the ball fourth and four on their own 47-yard line. 3.32 remaining in that ball game. Again, they hand it off to Edwards. He gets out maybe for about a yard gain. It's going to be third down and long for the Panthers. 4.39 to go in the ball game. Panthers lead this one 63-19. to 
I just told Mill Valley, stop Northwest. They now have the ball with 3.30 left in the ball game, leading 37-31. And, you know, we, we keep talking about that because that's Joel Appleby at Mill Valley, Coach Clark's cousin. He was an old D.C. at uh, Derby. So uh, we always kind of pull for, for Joel. Conley, and it's intercepted. Conley Hamlin. The runner's going to get down to about the 10-yard line. So it's going to be first, and, probably first and goal from the 10 for Olathe North. Yeah, Conley just didn't see him. I, you know, the sophomore looked out there. He got baited a little bit. Olathe North took advantage of, of the play. Four minutes to go in the in the ball game. Uh, Panthers lead 63-19. It was 60 was 63-13 when the coach called off the the dogs. So, and Northwest, Olathe North, they're not going to pull their starter. You shouldn't. I mean, you got these guys. Uh, you know, they they made it to the state championship game. They need to. They definitely need to build off this for next year. Bruce picks up five on first down. It's going to be second down from the five. Keep in mind, Bruce will be back next year. He's just a junior, and he had over 2,700 yards coming into today's ball game. 3.40 to go. Panthers lead 63-19. Olathe North threatening. Keeping it is Bruce. Goes straight up the middle. Gets down to about the two-yard line. Going to be third down and goal from the two. You know, Noel, I hate to say it, but this has been a ball game that started out at, at 21-0. It was like there was no question. Olathe North made it interesting. And, and since that period of time, you just never felt uh, – a whole lot of pressure. No, Panthers put it in overdrive and uh, went up 63 to 13. Again, Bruce on a keeper. He gets in for the touchdown. It's now 63 to 25. Yeah, there's uh, 258 left. Uh, you know, what you hope for here is the Panthers can just ride out the clock. Yeah, that's that's what you want. You want the, the kids just to keep the clock moving and and uh, get out of here. They're going to get out of here with a win. They're going to be state champions in 2019, and uh, they're going to be 13-0. and They're going to win 26 games in a row. And the extra point's good, so it's now 63-26. to 26. Panthers with 258 left, so... Uh, and, and you have no comparison when you you got a, an Olathe North team. You start bringing in reserves. You would you would certainly hope that they could come in and, and put points on the board. Uh, our reserve unit's done such a great job all season long, and you know our reserves have played as much football as the varsity's got guys have. As the Panthers have spent so much time this year with the with the number one sitting out the entire second half. Uh, I see somebody coming in. It's like. Uh, Trey Washington lost his helmet or something. He's got got one on now. He's on the receiving team, which you know it. You, you got your non-starters in on offense and defense, but it's kind of hard with special teams to get the non-starters out there. So they're going with their hands guys and their regular uh, special teams. Kind of wonder maybe Olathe might try an onside kick, but 
Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, know, I wouldn't if I was wise, I, there, there's really no point in it. I mean, I even see it if you were down, you know, 21 points, you might go, Hey, fluke things happen, but uh, you're looking at a, at a big score difference here. It's going to go down to Ginyard. He drops the football, picks it up at the five, 10, 15. And that's where he gets hit right there by Jacob Parrish. You know, Olathe North, North, the entire game's done a good job on these kick returns. I, I think that shows a lot of good coaching that, uh, you know, you, if you watch film, you know that Terry Ginyard and Trey Washington are pretty dangerous uh, returning punts and kicks. First and 10 Panthers leading 63 to 26 with uh, 251 left. They're on their sidelines with their huddle, sideline huddle. Again, I'm looks like Reed Liston will be in at quarterback now, along with Edwards, Dylan Edwards. Reed. Cuts it up the middle, makes a couple guys miss, picks up four yards on first down. Well, that's what you want. You want Reed Dillon to be able to pick up a first down here. You pick up the first down, and you, you should be able to easily run out the clock. And you want to keep the clock moving, get it get it down below two minutes. You know, have a first down, then you can pretty well take your take a knee, and and uh, this baby's over. Second down, and about six. For the Panthers. Clock moving. 2.15 to go. 63-26 lead for the Panthers. Again, Reed. First down. Out around the 30. Still on his feet. 40. 45. And gets shoved out of bounds close to midfield. They're going to get him out of bounds. They're going to call him out of bounds at about the Panther 47. So the clock stopped with two minutes to go. That should that should cement the ball game. Panthers are going to win this one big, 63-26. Yeah, and that's what we needed was that first down there, and I don't think you'll see Panthers do anything fancy here whatsoever. Ball's on the 47-yard line. Panthers show motion. They stay in their offense. They give it to Dylan Edwards, makes a couple guys miss. Picks up a yard, maybe two. Looked like there might have been a face mask on the oh, play. I, I, that's what it looked like to me, too. And, you know, the officials get pretty lax this time of the ball game, and they want to, they know the game's well out of hand, and they want to get the game over as well. Second down. 1.30 to go. They'll be probably under a minute and a half when this play is underway. Play clock's down to 13, so the Panthers are going to use as much of that play clock as they can. Second down. Panther student body's starting to come now down. Now Panthers take a knee. Clock's moving, 109. Now the Panthers have treated these fans and the student body to uh, one heck of a football season this year, and you know, as we said, the, the, the crowd that came out for today's game is, has just been uh, enormous. Panthers are going to let the clock get down below 30 seconds, I believe, or close to it. They're just sitting there, Reed. You see Reed just looking at the play clock, and he's not going to do any more till it gets down to about seven or eight seconds. 
and he goes down on one knee. There's 40 seconds on the play clock. This game is over. The Panthers <laughs> are going to win their second consecutive state championship. They're going to go 13-0, and which is 26 games in a row they've won. They played a game, Olathe North team, but the Panthers just – they, they just outworked them. Well, Coach Clark just took the, the Gatorade bath. I mean, he's, he may go down. He's got guys on his back riding on him, Trey Washington. And you know what? These guys deserve it. And I'll tell you, Coach Clark wouldn't have it any other way than to get doused at the end of this one. Oh, no. He won't mind the laundry bill there. That, <laughs> that'll be all right. But Panthers really handled them. Again, they got within a touchdown. In the second quarter, and then the Panthers kind of put it in gear, and wow, it just—I mean, it was 63-13, and the Panthers finally backed off, and and uh, Olathe was able to score two touchdowns late, but Panthers just had it their way the whole game. Well, the fun part of it is, you know, after last year's game, everybody's going, "Well, what are you going to do? What's your defense going to do? What's going to happen?" And you know, I go, I clear, go back to to a year ago and listen to the Coach Pontius say. Hey, our defense isn't going to slack a whole lot. We saw it all season long. We just have seen so much out of this Panther team. And to see it culminate in a, in a second state championship, a second undefeated season is, is just fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the defense, like you said, was the question. And I, I think that question was answered game one. And uh, they stepped up to the plate and played great all year. The offense has been great all year. These kids have worked hard to get here, and they des- they got what they deserve. They deserve this championship, and uh, they played very hard. Uh, uh, I want to take time, too, before we uh, go to commercial to, to thank uh, KDKQ for uh, allowing us to broadcast the games on their station. Uh, uh, Mark Kalp, Christopher Lockey. We want to thank those two guys. They're they're the the brains of the outfit. You and I, we're just we just kind of hang out, I guess, and have fun. But anyway, I wanted to thank them and and all our sponsors. Uh, uh, it's been a great year for Panther football. We look forward to another year of Panther football. But for right now, we're going to celebrate this championship game. Panthers win this one, 63-26. This is Panther football on Live 105 KDKQ. We'll be back. If you love smooth jazz, you're going to love Sunday nights on Alive 105. Sunday night from 8 to midnight, it's Christian smooth jazz featuring gospel jazz and emerging formats, blending elements of gospel, R&B, jazz, smooth jazz, and praise and worship music, creating a contemporary sound that is inspirational, passionate, and musically complex. Join us every Sunday night, 8 to midnight, on Alive 105 for Christian Smooth Jazz. CCM Classic, a program that highlights contemporary Christian music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We love playing Christian music from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the new millennium. Thanks for listening to CCM Classic. CCM Classics with Chris Yates, every Sunday night at 7 on Alive 105. I'm Shawn Michaels, and get ready for a special two-hour time travel trip as we take a listen to the biggest Christmas hits from your favorite classic Christian artists. It's the Christian Music Rewind Classic Christmas Special. I've got all the famous carols and traditional favorites, 
as well as modern Christmas originals. Plus, we'll get inside the Christmas music from some top classic artists like Amy Grant, Jackie Velasquez, Avalon, Brian Duncan, and more. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Take a ride with me, Gator, this weekend as we'll give your speakers another workout with the top 30 radio rockets from a particular year. This time we look back at 1994. Steve Taylor, PFR, Dakota Motor Company, Michael Sweet, The 77s, and others. It's the top rock hits of 1994 this weekend on Streets of Gold. Streets of Gold, Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this week for Christmas worship as I play the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. Plus, I'll be featuring my own church's brand new Christmas project called Glory in the Highest from Church on the Move Worship. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. Oh, we're back at the Welsh Stadium campus of Victoria State University where the Panthers just knocked off Olathe North 63-26 to and have won their second consecutive state championship and the sixth in school history. Well, and it just, uh, you look down on the on the field and the Panthers and it looks like half the community down there with them celebrating and, you know, it, it doesn't end any better. I mean, you know, if you're Coach Clark and you're these guys that have put in all the blood, sweat, and tears all season long, your seniors, you know that some of them, it's the last time they'll play football. It just doesn't get any better. Yeah, and, and like I said earlier, you know, it, it, you and I are getting old, but this doesn't get old. Seeing the Panthers come here and be successful at at this level, it, it, I could do it every year. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's it's just a, a fun deal. Doyle, let's go ahead and uh, get into some very impressive uh, stats for today's ball game. For, uh, for the Panthers, rushing yards, 49 attempts, 438 yards on the ground, while Olathe North had 42 attempts for 185 yards. In the passing department, Panthers again looked good, 236 yards, Olathe North 180 yards. Doyle, how's this number for a state, any type of ball game? Derby, 674 total yards of offense today. Olathe North 365. Well, you know, Olathe North had a pretty good pretty good offensive uh, output, but my goodness, we just about doubled it. Well, without question, the interesting stat here, it tells you how disciplined Olathe North is. Panthers penalized today five times for 35 yards. Olathe North, no penalties. Wow, yeah. That, that's, well, good coaching right there. Yeah, no no question. Time of possession, pretty even. Derby 24-04, Olathe North 23-56. Individual stats for the Panthers. Lim Wash, a big day today. 15 carries, 177 yards on the ground, four touchdowns. Trey Washington, 16 carries, 152 yards, and two touchdowns. Reed Liston, seven carries for 85 yards. Grant Adler, three carries for 20 yards and a touchdown. That's all rushing. Lim Wash in the air, five for seven, 115 yards and a touchdown. Grant Adler, four for four for 114 yards. Wow, that's nine for 11 between the two combined quarterbacks. That's pretty good pitching. They didn't have to pitch it much, but they were accurate when they did. 
Uh, on the receiving department, as we said, Reed Liston had a big game today. Three catches, 118 yards and a touchdown. Trey Washington, three catches for 65. Jacob Tarsak, three for 46. And Clemens, one catch for seven yards. And the Panthers had uh, had just a career day offensively. 674 yards, total yards of offense. Defensively, the Panthers did a really, really good job on Arlen Bruce. Their, uh, their all-two guy had 39 carries for 128 yards and three touchdowns. Well, that holds him to a 3.3 yards per carry. That was a very good job by our defense because the guy was coming in for the season averaging seven, I believe, just over seven yards a carry. Dale Stout had one carry for 50 yards. That was on the long reverse for the touchdown. Caleb Nelson, two carries for seven yards. So, again, the Panthers did a great job shutting down the rushing attack of Olathe North. Caleb Nelson, 7 for 19, 111 yards uh, in the air. His receptions, three of them went to Mario Sanchez, three again for 124 and a touchdown. Dale Stout had three catches for 29. And Sylvester Union had two catches for 27 yards. Again, big stats for the Panthers, 674 total yards of offense, 365 for Olathe North. And, and once again, that final score that just has to be the, the, the culmination of a great season. Derby 63, Olathe North 26. Yes, that is a great season. Again, we want to thank Katie KQ. We want to thank them for, for carrying the Panther games this year. We want to thank, we definitely want to thank all our sponsors because without the sponsors, we couldn't have brought these broadcasts to you. Yeah, I was trying to get a, an old Mill Valley score, but uh, we can't get that final. Last we had, Mill Valley was up with three minutes to go, 37-31. Well, that's about it from Emporia. Panthers win their second consecutive state title. Mill Valley 40, Wichita Northwest 31 is a final. Oh, we got that final in. My gosh, congratulations to uh, Coach Appleby and his Mill Valley team. Uh, They have won their third or fourth state championship since he's been up there. But anyway, Panthers here. The story here, Panthers win 63-26. to This has been Panther Football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM. Thank you for listening.